We are live, full in effect, and guess what? There is something different to tonight's Woo! podcast. You want to tell them what <laughs> what the difference is, Rizzo? Uh, we got mics, man. We got mics. We got Mikey's babies. We legitimately have a professional system set up. <laughs> we have, uh, what is this thing called? A Zoom mixer. So we have a mixer and we have two mics. Woo, baby! Which, for the past uh, 40 episodes, I've just been doing it through my iPhone speaker. People don't know about it, man. Yeah, People yeah, that Sounds iPhone good. speaker is pretty damn good. Sounds crispy, baby. So here we are, and uh, we got mics and a mixer. Yeah! And for all my uh, Koreans out there listening, I gave Martin Rizzo's first hype beer. So every time Rizzo comes, I, I give him a new beer to try out. So this is pretty much the Korean national beer. What do you think? I like it. I like it. Um, so I'm here with George Wang, hanging out with George Wang, and uh, every, like every day, like you say, every time I come here, you introduce me to a new beer, and I like it, man. You know what though? I bet you a lot of your listeners have gone to Korean barbecue and they know what height is. Yeah. You know what? Because it's like the beer that they only serve at Korean barbecue. Really? What about? I don't know. I see a lot of Mexicans at Korean barbecue. Oh, yeah, dude, especially here, like, in, uh, what's it called? Dude, it's like... In LA, man? Fuck yeah. I've been to Korean barbecue where the weight was all Hispanic. Dude, we love, we love Korean barbecue, bro. We love anything barbecue, dude. Anything barbecue. I saw that you went to that one place in, uh, Koreatown, Monty's. Yes. Have you been there? No, I've heard good stuff about that. Okay, here's my complaint about vegan burgers. Delicious. Uh Uh-huh. Very, very good. I, I feel it depends on what on what the patty is, dude. It I'm is had, what the pat like the Monty's is pretty damn good. It's, it's an impossible burger, right? Yeah. But I don't know if it's the patty, but it's way too much. What do you mean like way too like, much? A burger and, and tater tots was eighteen dollars. Oh, you mean like way too much as in a yes. Oh fuck yeah, that's dude, expensive. In and now you can get like two double doubles, a fry and a shake. For like six bucks. And I just think, like, look, I know vegans out there, like, I'm, I'm into plant-based burgers, but don't, don't need, like, a cheap In-N-Out vegan place. We do, man, because that shit's expensive. 18 bucks, that shit breaks the bank, bro. Well, that's why there was, like, yeah, like, when people are like, we want to go vegan and nice, like, Whole Foods, but it's whole paycheck. Mm -hmm. Like, it's expensive to eat that way. Oh, yeah. That's why it's better to do, uh, cook at home, you know? Vegan stuff gets, I think it's way cheaper. Yeah, it's pretty easy. You just go by like I, I've been noticing. Uh, you've been doing. You've been more vegan. To my uh, girlfriend, she's uh, more. Uh, we still eat fish and chicken, but uh, what's it called? No red meat. No red meat. Oh, so no carne asada, no carnitas. Uh, here and there. Yeah. Here and there. I so she doesn't because she likes uh, watching those animal. Vi- she likes cows. Like because like we do watch videos with cows and like they act so similar to dogs, you know. Right. So it's sad, you know. So like, pigs. So I'm like. But you know what's sad? Even sadder than that? What? Is in, like, there's certain Asian countries that look at dogs like cows. Yeah. Like, as where we have compassion. Yeah. They're there, like, eating them, like... Yeah. Like, a, there would be, like, a pit bull steak. What? Have you ever had pit No, I haven't, but I, I was like, okay, this might sound inhumane and mean, but if there's someone out there in China, you think they ever thought of starting a franchise called McDuggies? <laughs> and everything would be like instead of jalapeno poppers like jalapeno oh my gosh like a like a what would it be uh, like, like a big labrador oh like, my that sound, dude that sounds good I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I just was thinking like man but that there's no like big chains that do that out there right it's no, like, like, oh, like uh, no. street vendors cause, dude, a lot, cause a lot of people still like 
How is that though? Like when you have like a pet dog, but then you still eat dogs. Like it, it must be weird, right? You know why but they wouldn't? Is like the the those organizations would would be they would go nuts. Yeah, right. Oh my god! If there was any type of cruelty like that towards dogs, I mean, even though there is, yeah, there would still be like a bunch of animal right activists on top of that. You know, what I think about it because I remember when I, when I used to go to Mexico during the summer with my grandma. I used to eat chicken, and I used to have a pet chickens out there, you know? So it's, like, it's weird, you know? <laughs> so you'd, like, eat the chickens after they... Like, no, I wouldn't eat my pets. I would eat other chickens. Yeah. Which is a weird thing, you know? It is a weird concept to think that, like, we are just kind of eating, like, something that was alive. You know, that's you know what, what I mean? Like, 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 you could be someone's food, and who yeah. the fuck cares what happened to you before... But you're my dinner now. Is that what you think when... Uh, is that why you're kind of uh, going more plant-based? Well, okay, my mom, the my mom actually died of stomach cancer. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I did a little research and, like, uh, you know, a lot of health reasons. And uh, I, I, my friend, he's very hardcore. And because of him, um, he just kind of influenced me a little. And I read a few books and then I realized, like, I, I kind of like the idea of clean eating. You do feel better, dude. Cause, dude, trust me, I used to eat fucking... Like, especially growing up Mexican, man. You just eat fucking beef all the time. Carne asada, pork, dude, chorizo. Well, here's the thing, dude. Pork it's, rinds. It's funny you said that because my I went to the I went to the doctor today and I was, this nurse, she's Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And she's like, things are going bad for me. Because every three years, I have three relatives that all die at the same time. That's what she said. She just kept naming off people. I go, she's like, my uncle... My dad just had a heart attack, and then my little cousin's uncle got a stroke. And I go, do you think it's diet? And she's like, yeah. It has to be. It has to be, because why are they all dying at the same time? They must have been eating the same thing. Dude, yeah. Like, my thing, dude, my thing is I love hot sauce. I love hot sauce. I don't know if that can affect me I don't know if hot sauce is so bad for you. I mean, when, when you fucking shit, yeah, dude, like, that shit burns, man. Dude, it hurts. I eat, dude, I eat a lot of fucking I can't sriracha. Eat, like, Thai food because it hurts oh, my ass. I love and it, Indian, man. I don't like anything that hurts my ass after. Because <laughs> it hurts when you shit, and then you think you're bleeding. Yeah, it feels, it feels Always more. when I wipe my ass, I'm like, why is this too red? Is oh, this the, my God. Is this the chili, or is this blood, like... That's nasty, dude. It is nasty, but it's what you get for eating hot maize, burning your butthole, your intestines. I love it, dude. I love I love Thai food. I love the flat noodles, Patsy Yu. That's pretty good. That's my favorite, dude. That's my. Let me just double check something real quick. If it's still recording. Yeah, because these new mics, um, it's so awesome. Yeah. It's almost like I can't believe it. I'm doing this. Yeah. So I have to check on my old mic. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. You know what? It's funny because like that now that I am eating like a little bit like cleaner, I do feel better. Like I don't like <laughs> shit like crazy anymore, or it's just I just feel more lighter and energized. You know, well, but then I, <laughs> I still eat bad. Like I still eat like desserty. Well, the thing is, um, you know, the, the whole concept behind food is it's energy. Yeah. So a lot of the food that we eat, it's just bullshit because there's no nutrition Hell in no. pizza. There's no nutrition in fast food. You know, you know what's crazy? When you were younger, when we were younger, that was fucking energy for it. Like somehow, because your yeah, body was different. and like all that shit. Was Donuts, different. cookies, and like, you were able to function. I remember being able to just eat fucking like oh, cookies. I would eat whatever. Those like apple pies, those Debbie's. And you were good to go, man. Skating the whole day. Skating the whole day. But you know, a lot of times we wouldn't eat a lot. But we would when we eat, we just ate whatever was in front of us. Yeah. 
like, do you remember when you were, like, younger skating and, like, going to, like, those, like, uh, missions, like, taking the bus with your homies and just eating McDonald's and just <laughs> yeah. fucking all that bad shit? Oh, like, uh, it was always, like, for us, it was a 99 cents Famous Star. Oh, my gosh. Dude, those are good. It was 90, and then here's how bad it was. We used to share one Coke cup uh-huh. amongst, like, ten dudes. And, uh, of course, like, that's herpes, the dude. Carl's Juniors, they would be pissed. Yeah, like, oh, they're fucking hacking. But, like, you're like, hey, man, we got yeah. we bought a cup, though. Those we matter. all got burgers, but we all we bought one Coke cup. <laughs> and it was so gross, because imagine ten guys drinking out of the same cup. Ten teenagers, bro. Ten teenagers. And those mustaches and fucking on that soda. There was one guy that was so dirty, by the time it hit his mouth, it smelled so bad. No, really? Everyone would stop drinking it. That is so funny. I remember that, dude. Like, so skaters are ghetto, man. Like, all the skaters, like, all the Hessian skaters. They're so dirty, dude. Ten going fucking on a mission to a bus, going to McDonald's. There was always, like, the poor ones that didn't have food or yeah. money. So they yeah. were, like, fucking, yeah. There was always those, and they would, like, eat all your leftover fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, those friends that would eat, like, the... I remember uh, one time we went to Denny's and like people, you know how people leave fucking food that they don't finish. Oh, and they would eat it. Yeah, they would eat them. Yeah. I had friends that were that we would go to bars. Oh, I, I have friends <laughs> that would drink drink that one. They would wait for people to turn around. They would sit their shit. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that's so bad. Nasty, bad. I'm like, dude, and they're okay now. It's weird. I guess they developed some. But kind if of you immune. think about it, like, like let's say we're sharing fries, right? Yeah. What's the difference between us and like someone who stopped eating their fries? Yeah. We're kind of doing yeah, the same true. thing. We yeah. just don't trust their... We just don't trust strangers. We don't trust yeah. strangers. Exactly. But I remember I, when I was uh, later on in life, you know, like, because when you do the... When you follow the dream, you're kind of broke. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, and we're, like, leaving restaurants and be like, fuck, they didn't finish that. I was, like, about to like, do that, you know? Yeah, a lot of people... That happened the other night. I went out with the, this girl after the show. Yeah. And she, like ordered like a $13 salad Damn. like ate just the chicken and left all the salad what the greens and I was like you're just gonna let them throw that away and she's like yeah oh my god uh, she's her and then I, I was like I can't, uh, I can't cuss her out then it was just like you know some people just don't care but I would care yeah it's true man I'm not really a food waster no I do I love food it's crazy how much I love food I eat a lot man in the course of a day like what do you mean you eat a lot you eat like I eat every eat breakfast lunch dinner uh, no, I uh, bundle it up in, like, one big meal, or two meals, you know? So, like, what's a big meal for you? Like, what is, like, what do you, like, a big burrito, or do you have to have the chips with it? Or? I I have chips every day, too. I don't know if that's, like, a Mexican thing. What kind of chips? Oh, you're eating chips right now. No, no, these are nuts. Okay. Uh, barbecue chips or hot Cheetos. Like, I need to have chips with my meal, man. Like, if I have a sandwich, it's not complete unless I have chips. I have chips. Chips you know like that's weird. There's some people they always have to get the combo. Yeah, it's it, I guess I it's more about the, but it's about tricking your mind that you're having a combo at home. You know? Yeah. Oh, like so you make food at home? Yeah, yeah. Like I like I'll make home or I, I've been eating like these noodles. These uh, noodles are fucking bomb. Like instant Italian. noodles. No, they're called gnocchi noodles. They look like like little larvas. Okay. And they taste like pizza, dude. Really? Yeah, you can get them like at Sprouts or like uh. So are they like healthy pizzas or something? It's just noodles, but it tastes like pizza. That's weird. It's it's good, man. I'll, Wait, I'll, it's a noodle that tastes like pizza? Yeah, it's like, bomb, dude. It's like spaghetti noodles. I do. Oh, I but see. The noodles are like uh, they look like uh, like little larva eggs. It's bomb, dude. That's weird. It's called. It's spelled G N O. Are they Asian? They're Italian. Okay. Yeah, they're bomb, dude. You gotta try them out. Like, make it my home. 
And how do you, is it like a... So if I make a sandwich, I'll have chips and a soda or a drink. And I don't really just, I don't really drink soda. Yeah, so you just want to make it. I always do that at home too. Like I feel like I'm a restaurant. Yeah. Like, I pretend I'm a restaurant. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, that would have been $9 for that beer, you know? It like, would have been, dude. It's crazy how like sometimes you, I look at food at restaurants and I'm like, I could fucking make that at I home, can make dude. that. And then especially what's annoying is the beer. Oh yeah, dude. When you're at a beer. restaurant, it's like an eight dollar Heineken, and he's like pouring in the glass. Like, like that's a fuck. That's that's like eighty cents, dude. That's fucking eight bucks, bro. Eight bucks for a fucking uh, six pack. I honestly think, dude, high price beer is kind of a rip off. Oh fuck yeah! Like I think it. Okay, like if you make a drink, that's cool. Like we get it. You yeah. kind of work for it, but you can't charge like eight bucks for a, a Corona bottle. No. Because it's just no. like here you go. I'm ripping you off yeah. really hard. Yeah, I think I gotta go to work in Dollar Corona night, but that's when you see the ghetto people because they can afford that shit. Dude. Yeah, because you know, like, if you are from the hood and you're out of place and they got nine dollar Coronas, your ass is across the street. Oh fuck yeah, Free dude! Partying, you got vodka in the trunk of your car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like we're. I I never like when I I was so fucking broke before I would just party and get drunk but never buy a drink. I remember bar. that shit, dude. I remember. No, I, I would buy probably one drink. One like, drink, that's all you needed. It was really strong or something. Yeah. But me and my homie first turned 21, we used to go to the Sunset Room a lot. Because I started going to the Sunset Room before I was 21 to do comedy. Okay. So I remember I would see that like they would have like club night on Wednesdays, college night. And I'd be like, fuck yeah, I won't, I won't be 21 soon. So once I turned 21, me and my, friends, well, me and my friend would go to fucking um, Sunset Room, pound like fucking a Heineken in the car, get drunk. Go in there and drink like one fucking Corona and just fucking party, dude. Yeah. The cheap way. I mean, that's how people should do it too now, you know? It's fucking expensive, it's expensive. man. We used to call it, I used to call it car tender. Car tender? And so the car tender, like, there was a bar in the trunk. Aha! Uh-huh, that's so funny, we would dude. just go there, get a shot of JMO. Yeah. Like, JMO, I like that name. We'd have J-Mo. like, uh, we always have like a little cooler in there. So it's like we were getting cold drinks, but we just went to the car. Yeah, yeah. but now funny. now people are catching on like strip clubs. There's no ins and outs. Really? Yeah, because they don't want fools getting oh, faded. Get the... <laughs> That's funny. But house perfect. I remember, dude. Like that was the thing, man. Go, get drunk in the uh, parking lot. Go in there, get fucked up. Come back out, smoke a cigarette. Yeah, smoke a cigarette. Oh, man. I was, dude. Those were the days. I dude. hate that I get cravings for cigarettes sometimes. Oh, remember when you would never have one and bum? Yeah. Have you ever had it where you consistently bummed, like, off the same dude the whole night? Yeah, and you feel bad. And, <laughs> and you're like, dude, I'm sorry, can I take one more? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, like I said, it's been over a year since I stopped. Bumming cigs, dude. Yeah. That's how you start off, dude. I remember, like... And uh, what's it called? What is it like when you? The way it started for me is that you just you just bum cigarettes at work, you know? Yeah, it was always bumming cigarettes to the point where you're like, I gotta buy my own pack now. You have to buy your because you're annoying as yeah. fuck, and you don't want to buy that pack because you're like, I'm gonna because be, it's expensive, and that also because you're like, I'm gonna be addicted. If yeah, I buy exactly. a pack, that means that I'm I'm addicted to cigarettes. Yeah, it's crazy, and and you know you know once you buy a pack, you you're buying packs constantly. That's it, because once you buy once you break that fucking uh, that thing. That's it, man. You're just gonna fucking buy cigarettes, dude. Yeah, you're right. I'll be honest with you. I, I hate cigarettes now. I hate cigarettes now, but I used to love them, dude, back in the day. Yeah, they used to be 
It was fun. It, it, it complimented. For our age, when we grew up, when we got faded a lot, it complimented the lifestyle. It complimented the drink. It complimented, like, the food. It complimented, like, uh, your lunch after, you know? You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That was the favorite thing for me. When I when I used to be a smoker. You had to have one after you eat. Yeah, yeah. With, like, a Coke. Oh, my gosh. Or, you know what? In the morning when you wake up. Like, when you wake up and go yeah. out and it's all cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Or, like, before you go to sleep at night. That was my thing, dude. <laughs> have a cigarette before you go to sleep. That was my thing. Like, go out on the patio and yeah. have one. Yeah, just look out, just look out in the sky and just day, uh, night dream. But how day gross day is it now? It's gross now. I would not smoke I a cigarette. I do it, dude. I would not. You know why? Because I'm afraid to fucking break uh, my, uh, what's it called? Your streak? My streak. Of, but like, do you think you could go back to it? Because I can't. I don't want to go back. I'm scared. I'm scared that, like, I just take one puff, I'm back, dude. And I don't want to do that. Oh, that's how addicted you were? I was addicted. But the thing about me, I would go I would go from phases, you know? Like, I would, like, the way it started, I started smoking in a senior year of high school. Then I quit. Then when I started working at the movie theaters, I picked up cigarettes. Then I, when I got with uh, an ex-girlfriend, I quit for, like, two years. Then I, I was smoking for, like, another couple of years. Then when I got with, uh, every time I would get with somebody, I would quit, you know? Yeah. I would date. Because I always dating non-smokers and after that uh the last time i when when i broke up with my ex i smoked and then after that i, I was like i can't do this, you know, this is, I, I don't feel good so you just quit by you didn't like the way you felt anymore. i don't like the way i felt i always had phlegm and you know what was gross like when you have those long nights of drinking and you smoke like so many and you don't think about the fucking cigarettes you're smoking and but you wake no, up when you wake up how nasty did you feel uh, you feel I feel like my body, like, I need to go sweat it out. I need to sweat the toxins out because I'm, like, I just fucked up my body, you know? You did, and you know it. Yeah. I, I don't know what smoker doesn't feel like shit when they wake what up. What smoker doesn't feel like you're going to, like, your like your body's just fucking breaking apart? I feel like fucking, you know, like, the Avengers, when they all faded away after yeah. Daniel snap? That's like that, you Yeah. But you know what's weird? I feel like there's not as many smokers. Not anymore, man. I think a lot of people went to vaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true. But that shit is like, at, that, at certain points, they're like, I wish you just have a cigarette, dude. Yeah, because it, so, it doesn't hit the throat strong. Well, I, I know guys are just so over the top, so they take out this, like, huge device where it's like, it's far from it's a like cigarette. A, yeah, are, are you going to play the flute, bro? Yeah. Are you playing the flute, dude? It looks like a dildo you put in your mouth. Yeah, like, a dildo that uh, ejaculates a uh, vape. But there's so much coming out of the guy. Yeah. That it's like, when it hits me, I know it smells good. Oh, okay. But I'm like, that was like all, like you're, you're like, you know how like people feel rape? You're vaping me. Yeah. <laughs> like instead of raping, you're vaping yeah. me because you, you, that was inside you. They're subjecting you to their fucking. That was like liquid for your lungs. Now you're putting it on me. That was inside yeah, of you. Not, literally. I never thought about that. That's yeah, like, nasty. like That's almost like throwing up on me. With your fucking smoke. Yeah, with your ghost. Because, smoke. like, I get to feel the insides of you. Like, that That's was chilling. Because at least cigarette, it's like a, it's tobacco. It yeah. just burns that smells like shit. It's poison. Yeah. But that's mist. But vape is like, a, it's like a fog machine. Yeah. yeah when a inside. flavored fog machine. Yeah. So when you're, you're spitting it out, it's like, you're just spitting, it's like, you're spitting candy at me. Yeah, that's nasty, dude. Oh, like, that was in your body. So then when you inhale it, you're like tasting the guy. That, oh, that's gay. that's gay. No homo. No I mean, homo. I have friends that are gay. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean. But, um, dude, you're back. 
Yeah, you're yeah, back, yeah. dude. The fucking you beat Bell's palsy. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm official, but I'm definitely like. Back dude, you're skating me. back. You're fucking doing comedy again. You're fucking back, dude. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. The first two times doing it was hard. The first yeah. time I did it, I I really felt it. Then the second time I did it, I almost like um, just blanked out. You know an eight mile in the beginning where yeah. he like monster spaghetti and he just kinda like stares out of the crowd, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. That happened for like a minute. Like really? I was killing, killing, and then I got vertigo, right? I got dizzy on really? stage. Oh my god. So for like a minute I just was like, um And then I remembered my bit. But you did you know tell did just, you tell people you have vertigo? Yeah, I went and told them about what happened. I was like, I apologize and I felt like that kinda killed my energy. Yeah. My momentum. Because then it took everyone from really happy to kind of bummed. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to my old jokes and finished it off. But then I told myself, like, the next show, I'm not going to be that way. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to commit to how it was. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to talk about my vertigo. Just, just go, just Yeah, because through. that's kind of like self-pity, you know? I don't need all that. So then, finally, the third show was, like... Just fucking... It was out the, the ball. bar. Yeah, out the ballpark. You know, it's like you know the basketball teams. You like win, you lose two, and you win one. Yeah, that was that was what it felt like. But dude, you're fucking skating again. That's crazy. Skating is coming. Dude, back. you get your fucking tricks back. You got tray bombs, dude. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Dude, that's a heart, dude. I'm trying, man. No matter, I'm, dude, I've been skating for fucking ever. I can say like almost twenty years. What really? the fuck, dude? Yeah. Yeah, but eighteen you know, years I've been skating. Like consistently? Not consistently. I would say I, I can actually add up the years I've been skating. Because everyone takes long breaks. Oh fuck yeah! So dude. like for real skating, like every day, how long to get to? Let me there? let me put the years together. Skating all together, probably probably eight years. Skating. Okay. Yeah. And then just twelve years on and off, fucking around. On and off, yeah. Because I remember like I started skating like in two thousand. Now, dude, I would just want to be a fucking pro. I just want to get sponsored. And in 2005, I kind of slowed down because I started... Uh, Comedy? No, 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 no. Just fucking uh, school, you know, hanging out with friends, going to parties. And after that, in uh, from like 2005 to like 2008, it was barely. And then I got really back into... It, it was just like here and there, you know, I would scale like probably a couple of days and I'd quit for like another two months, you know, like that. And then in 2010, I remember just, I was just fucking... I got back into like hardcore I was skating every day, dude. Cause I got fired from a job, and I remember that's like, I was just like going. Uh, I was skating side paths in the skate park, the little uh, ledge going down. And I was yeah. like, oh shit, I can grind down like ledges. So I went to a uh, Garvanza skate park, and I fifty fifty the Did the five stair hubba, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, like never done a hubba before, you yeah. Know? That's sick. Did you do a rail after that? No, no, no. no. I, I remember I did 50-50 like a seven stair rail. Oh, you did? Yeah, in like a high school. Yeah. But I, I kept landing, but I couldn't uh, roll away. It was like a round rail in South Pasadena, like in Colorado. It was fucking tall. Like a dude. legit, like, rail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 50 50 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. And I remember, I was it called. So I quit. Then I, it wasn't until 2014 when I started working for, like, this after-school program. He started skating again. It was a skating program, and I was, like, skating, dude. Because I had to skate every day. Yeah. So I was learning fucking tricks, dude. I never done before. I was working at this one skate park in Hollywood, and they have a handrail that goes down like a. You ever been on LeConte Middle School? I don't think so, but um, I, I, maybe if you describe it, I'll. It's probably like a four-star handrail. But I was learning tricks on that rail, dude. I was doing fifty-fifty, 
and I was I was getting lip slides down the fucking handrail, dude. Nice. And then one of I stopped seeing the handrail because my back uh, tail got stuck underneath the handrail. I fucking fell over the rail. I did like almost like a scorpion. Uh. I fucked up my knee, and after that, I haven't skated a rail. I. I was getting so fucking confident, dude. Yeah, it just takes that one injury. To fucking just pussy out, dude. Yeah, because, like, when you're young, we could afford to, like, get back up. Oh, fuck yeah, man. But now it's like, it really hurts. Like, I wake up, I'm sore. Yeah. It's not like when you're young. Hell no, dude. Or you don't think about the consequences when you're young. You know, I don't care if I, like, try to do this rail and I fall backwards. Hell no, man. But now, I'm like, I'm thinking I can hit my head, dude. It hurts. <laughs> It hurts when you eat shit now. You ever slammed on your head? You ever hit your head? I did a few times. It's weird, huh? It's weird, like, you kind of black out for a second, and then you see stars. Yeah, it's weird. I remember just seeing, like, a lot of fuzz in my eyes. What trick were you doing? It was always, like, something stupid, like, maybe I was messing around, and yeah. I, did, I, like, left my backpack on, and I didn't care. Yeah. And then, like, I fell back on, like, a crooked grind or something. Ah, but it was always because like I was like not paying any attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you feel like it's funny because that happens. You're like, fuck, am I gonna have like brain damage? Is, yeah, am I gonna get fucked up for a life, dude. I'm scared. Cause a lot of people, which is sad, is that like you ever hear those stories where like they barely fall, and then like they, they, they end up dying. Like um, Liam Neeson's wife. What what happened to her? So she, they went snowboarding, and she fell off her snowboard and hit her head. Barely, like and the it snow. was totally fine, and then five hours died from a brain, like a hemorrhage or a... yeah, a hemorrhage. That's crazy, dude. So it's different for many anyone. Yeah, all you, all it takes is falling on your head and busting a blood vessel, and you're done. You're fucking gone. It's crazy when you see, dude. I like when when you see these pro skaters. Now I'm like, dude, you could die. Like the crazy shit they're doing. Oh dude. yeah, they could easily die. Yeah, a lot of what they're doing now is insane. Jaws Homoki, all the crazy drops he's doing. I thought of him like the other day. I was like that twenty-five stairs that he kickflip. Which Have you one? Seen over the lion twenty-five. Oh, the one that Ali Balala tried, Ali. Yeah, he kickflip indie grabbed it. Yeah. Re- wait, how recently? It's pretty uh, old. It's on Thrasher. Oh. But it took him like three different, I think. Attempts at different times. Really? Because he keep he kept getting really injured, but he kept going back. Like, what's the limit? Like, what? Uh, but who the hell like goes back? Yeah, yeah. Twenty five stairs, dude. That's insane, dude. Guys, look it up. It's Thrasher. Jaws versus the Lion twenty five. Thrasher magazine. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. But like, what after that? Like, what's he gonna do now? You know, but he's a little bit older now. He's like twenty eight now. He's a little older. I think at this point, he's pretty. He's pretty legend for doing oh, that. Oh, dude, he's been killing it for a long time. I don't think he needs to fucking do crazy shit like that anymore. But skating just... is the only sport where you can do that. Yeah. Like you're jumping, something that you couldn't even do in, with your feet. Yeah, exactly. You need a board to survive. And then it. how the fuck do you land on the board without breaking your ankles or? I I, I just think like the the wheels and the board absorb the, like all the most of the impact. It's too crazy. I, yeah, like you said, skateboarding is one of the only sports that actually keeps progressing over and over. Cause like, I feel like basketball. It's it's already. Yeah, reached, like how progressive can it's it get? reached its limit of progressive because it's been around for like a hundred years. Well, you know why it would be like they can't dunk 
higher than the standard court. Yeah. Like, if it was progressing as in the sport, they would be, like, triple dunking 40-foot basketball height yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. But with skateboarding, it, I, I get amazed how, like, every year, every month on Instagram or on fucking just people keep pushing the fucking sport or people keep doing new things they never thought were possible. Like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, you think, like, everything's been done already? Hell no. There's more. There's more to go. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that, though? Do you like it? I like it. It's cool because, like, there's three different ways that skateboarding goes. Either, like, the very, like, creative way where people are doing, like, like a lot of, like, no complies and, like, slappies on curves. Uh-huh. Where it's, like, you see shit. The, like, like, where it's more fun. Like, where it's more skate, fun. 80s. They see the crazy stairs of gaps. Then you see the handrails, the crazy handrails. I would say those are more, like, the athlete skaters. The, yeah. The... Best of the best. Oh, the best. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the big rails. But like Nija, like dude, like, that's Olympic status, right? Yeah, there. that's like Olympic status. That's like snowboarder freestyle, like downhill salam. You know, something random. Yeah. There's just so many different types of skating. There's like hardcore street skating. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of has like just curbs and that certain swagger to yeah, it. Like exactly, DGK, yeah, exactly. Yeah, DGK. You know, yeah. kind of like yeah, hip hop style. Yeah. And then you have, like, gnarly rails, and then the fun, like, Louis Barletta. Oh, yeah, like, bungees, goofy skateboarding. What's your favorite type? Uh, it's a com- dude, it's a combination. I'm a big fan of, like, all styles. Like, I love watching, like, a Nyjah part, a Clint Walker part. Did you see, um, Aishad's part, his new one? Uh, no, but I've seen Clint. He's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. He's fucking sick, Aishad. I like, I or even, like, I like watching that one kid from Baker, Cater. Pretty cool. I like how because his board's so big and it's like just the way he does things are very smooth. Yeah, he's very cool. solid. Yeah, solid. And there's like this fucking there's this like little Brazilian girl from fucking Brazil. Yeah, I've seen that little girl with dude. She's fucking good she's for her age. Really good. She's insane. She's gonna be fucking. She's an Olympian well, now. She's only like five or six or something, right? She's doing like crooked. I think she's nine now because she, she does kickflip crooks, dude. Kickflip crooks, kickflip back five zero, kickflip back Smith. Yeah. She so does he, back, dude. She does badass back. So I'm not right. trying to like criticize parents out there, yeah. but I have like a few moms who put kid their kids like just rolling down the hill uh-huh. with like helmet and full pads, or like really really basic. And I see girls like I learned shove it today, and they do like a half shove in or look. I don't think there's room to suck, not suck, but it used to be cool. When you saw, like, a girl all in. Oh, yeah. But because the sport has progressed, when I see that, I'm like, no, I'm not impressed. Because how crazy I see other girls that can bust. Oh, you mean, you see, like, when, like, on Instagram, like, those girls? Yeah, like, I used to see, like, little kids roll down and I'm like, oh, my God. But I can also go on Instagram now and see a little kid who's a girl in Brazil kickflip crooked down a hubba That's at the same age. Dude, that kid... So it's like... You're, I can't I don't know If Nike doesn't get her She's so fucking good up, dude. She's gonna Dude By the time She's gonna be like in the 2024 Olympics for sure Oh yeah She's gonna be prodigy She's gonna be like Leticia I think she's But she got, a, she got a head Yeah She's better than Leticia Leticia But you know We live in a day and age too Where like You can go down the street And see like a hot girl skating Like and be all girled out Like you know More feminine yeah, than usual. Because I've seen it. But I never saw that growing up. It was like you had to be a dyke or 
Like, remember, like, every girl skater was kind of, like... Oh, like, a more, uh, like, more like tomboy. Alyssa Steamer-ish. More, like, tomboy A little more dykey, like, lesbian-looking. Yeah, I remember, like, a lot, um, a lot of skaters were, like, really tomboyish. Like, a lot of females skaters were very tomboyish. But now, it's just, I feel it's more socially accepted skateboarding. Where yeah. It's, like, it doesn't matter. There's no, there's no certain look to that sport. Have you seen the hot girls that can skate? I cannot see hot girls have a girlfriend. Well, okay. You don't. No you... disrespect, Steffi, but there's a page that says hot girls who can skate and they are like the they're gorgeous and they're super feminine and they look like you know they wouldn't bust kickflips but they're like just as gnarly as like dude skaters or if not better oh like oh yeah they're doing kick kick grinds back tails kickflips tray flips in the mini i remember it was crazy about like just females and skateboarding there was a point when like Female skaters had kind of like a robotic style, but as just time went on, they just became so fluid with the skateboard where just like they're skating like guys, and it's like you can't tell the difference. Like you're good, you know? Yeah. If like that one, I remember that one girl, like that one punk rock girl, Maria dos Santos. I know. With glasses. She oh looked, yeah. She looked like a, a female Cory Duffel. Okay. She was doing like front boards on big rails what and like she? lip slides. Yeah, like this was like in 2008, 2007. I don't dude. remember her. Yeah. She's still around? She's still around, yeah. That's crazy. Lacey Baker, dude, she's. She's dope. Dude, she's badass. She looks she's like. Really good. She, uh, she's in. She's a lesbian. Yeah, she's. I've, she I've looks partied like a, with her before. She looks like a boy. Like, it's yeah. like, it's crazy because like, you can't tell if it, it could be a boy or a girl, but like, She definitely, no, she looks like if you look closely. She, you could tell she's a girl. Yeah. But definitely more, like, kind of boy type. Your yeah. beer? No, no, uh, water. Yeah. She kind of, she looks like a girl, but looks like a boy. Dude, she's good at skating. She's really good. She's super tech. I remember, um, uh, I remember, like, uh, 10 years ago, dude, skating West Covina Skate Park with my friends. She used to go there a She used lot. to go there. This is when she looked like a girl. This is when she had, like, long hair. And, oh, like, really? Yeah. She had bell bottoms. She had backwards hats. Her blonde hair, you know? Really? Yeah. It was, like, 2007, 2008. And, dude, she was fucking killing it, dog. Really? Dude, I remember going to Irwindale Skate Park. That's a dope-ass skate park. Yeah. She would, like, fly out the fucking, uh, the van, do crazy <laughs> 360 splits, Benny Hanna's, dude. I'm like... And really? all the guys will sit down because they're embarrassed to skate because she was like the only she good was one. Them. Crazy hard flips, dude. Like she, really? she has style, dude. Yeah, she does. She's definitely good. Yeah, she does those kickflip nose manuals with the inward not the inward heels yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely like on a different level, like of girl skaters. Because I haven't seen like tech like that, like not the inward heel out of manual. Yeah, or even like the nose slide, uh, reverse heel out. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. Although when I I've hung out with her and Leticia, yeah, Lacey was a little more kind of off guardish, a little like, you know, cool like I'll yeah, like kind of chip on the shoulder. Rather, Leticia was a lot more like oh he's okay, like just very more sweet yeah, and more feminine yeah, but it was just like crazy when I was hanging out with Leticia thinking like. It was at one point where chilling. I showed her a clip of a backside clip I did on her backyard skate park. Oh, you skate her skate? Yeah, and I was trying to like be cool, like you know, Leticia look. Yeah. And then I was just like, "There's probably nothing that could impress that girl in skate." 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. she just skates with the elitist of the elite. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking Luan Oliveira. Yeah, I was like, oh, I forgot. I'm trying to, like, impress a pro yeah. girl skater right now. And that I was like, so funny, man. Oh, man. We talked a lot about skateboarding. I love skateboarding, man. No ma- man, skateboarding's fucking fun, dude. Well, the thing is, sometimes it was funny because oh, some people listen to my podcast. Like, my friend, she's a teacher. Yeah. She was like, yeah, it was really funny. I don't really get the skate talk. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I don't get the skate talk. I only talk about skateboarding when I'm with you, that's funny. Well, I mean, because it's a part of you. you know? Yeah, it's... it's, it's it, well, I mean, look at Joe Rogan. I mean, he, anytime you see him, MMA. he talks about MMA. Or, like, you know, everyone's passionate about something. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah. just comedy. You know what's crazy? I remember the, the group of skaters in comedy is very small. Um, dude, there's a... You were Tom Brab? Yeah, he was a skater. Tom Brab was a skater. Was he good? He was good. He was fucking good, dude. You can see old videos of him. This is the crazy thing. You have more beer? I remember Tom Brab. Yeah, let me go. Yeah, let's, let's pause this. All right, pause this. Hold on. Are you going to... Uh, yes. We're going to do a quick beer break. Hold on, guys. All right, guys, we're back. Had to yeah. do a quick beer break. Tom Brab... Fellow comedian, fellow skateboarder. It's better called Tom. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm going to open it right now. I'm kind of buzzed. I only get buzzed when I'm with you, and I talk about well, skateboarding. Well, you know what's cool is that, um, um, that's cool. You get to talk, you get to be you again. Yeah, I mean, this is, people out there that don't get the skateboarding project. I think there's skaters that Yeah, there's skateboarders. You know, I feel skateboarding is very self-explanatory, and you can kind of get the gist of what Yeah, I mean, we're not saying anything that these people wouldn't understand. It's just a subculture. So, Tom Rab, he was like the first skater I met at the comedy, or the first comedian at the skateboard. I met him too, I did a show with him. Vice versa. Is he still doing comedy? I'm, I'm gonna get to that. Tom Rab, I remember uh, the first, I, I knew who he was before I met him because I remember he did an episode of Pimp My Ride. Uh huh. He was like, remember that once, he was a skater guy with the Crown Vic? I don't remember seeing. There's an episode where like uh, he was a skater with the Crown Vic, they put like a fucking. He put a hammer on the back of his fucking bumper. Did you ever see the car? Yeah, yeah, the Crown Vic, yeah. It was legit like It that. was legit, dude, yeah. So they made a fucking... They fucking pimped out his fucking Crown You can look up the episode. So I remember... Yeah. Dude, he was good. He would do like fucking 360 flip uh, uh, like manuals, uh, kickflip nose manuals, and like... Uh, you know what? He looked like one. Like, he, when you... There's he some was tall and lanky. Like, you know who else skates, too? You wouldn't believe it? Ride this. Oh, really? Really? He was good. Really? Yeah, he skated with the same homies, and I was like, I knew it. I could tell you're a skater just by the way you wear your beanie. Beanie, the way you wear your pants, the way you wear your yeah. shoes, the shoes. Because this is how I knew. He came up, and he kind of had, like, tight, tight-fitted jeans, and he had a Henley. Yeah. And they had, like, a Brixton beanie, but it was the folded-up one. And I was like, yeah. this guy skates. And he fucking has footage. He tray flips off stairs. Really? Damn. Yeah, I think he might have got injured, but he he's a skater-skater. Eli Nicholas... Eli, Eli, another Eli's skater. pretty good too. He's good. He's got fucking crazy hard flips. But upstairs. you know, Eli, you can't tell. Eli, when I saw that he could skate and realized he was pretty good, I was like, "Damn." Yeah. Like he was not bad. He had like fucking huge hard flips off stairs. He would do like yeah, triple sets. Fucking loading docks, dude. Like loading docks. Fucking docks where they fucking used to fucking put fucking. Well, he started skating with um, Chris Jocelyn. Really? Yeah, and he told me that. Chris Jocelyn's from uh, Cerritos? Yeah, so him and. I had no idea. Him and Eli were like neck and neck at one point. 
like they would do like stare contests. Really? And honestly, the way Eli skates, I bet if he really tried and like was headed and he probably could have gone really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Because the few times I skated with him, shout out to Eli, like he he's yeah. pretty good. I was he's very good, dude, yeah. I did not think that at all. Like he would know how to skate. So Tom Brown, dude. Around 2013, Tom Brown was one of the first guys to mess around with Vine. Dude, he got really popular. He on got Vine. big on Vine. He got he was getting big on Vine. He was dude. He was part of the whole fucking Vine crew. Brittany Furlong, King Badge. Josh yeah, yeah, Pope. yeah, yeah. He was yeah. part of that fucking. He was there, dude. He had some funny vines, and then after that, he just stopped making vines. He stopped doing anything on online. He disappeared. Now I was doing my research. I was like, "What happened? How do you? Why would he just drop off?" It was something like, he went to jail or something. I think uh, he either it has to be some kind of a uh, uh, drugs. No, no. I was looking at his Instagram. There was a lot of pictures of him, like you know, like hospital, hospital, a mental breakdown. He might have just like bad anxiety, maybe bad vertigo or something. That he can't get out of bed because like. It'd be pictures of, like, the ceiling. It'd be like, please pray for me, guys. I'm trying to get better. I don't know what it is. So he probably got a Bell's palsy like me or something. Something like that where he couldn't just recover anymore. Because, like, I went on his Instagram. And And is is he still recovering? I don't know, dude. I've been... You know, I'm going to try to do my research. Dude, I kind of want to see him right now. Because it's been years. Guys, pull up Tom V-Rab. Tom V-Rab. V-Rab. Yeah. Super fun dude. You might remember this guy from Vine. How was his comedy? Stand up comedy. He was funny, dude. He was fucking... He was a funny... Because he had... I remember he had a little homie that was shorter than him. Yeah. That was kind of like a sidekick. I forgot. It was like some Cuban fool. That's weird. And there's not a lot of skaters in the... But that's the thing that made me really sad about Tom V-Rab. Because he was t- funny, talented, talented. He was fucking blowing up also on Also, like, a good skater. He was a good skater. Cool guy. Every time we talk, we talk about skateboarding and just comedy. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know he skated he, like that, but he supported, like, my clips when I was put skate clips on. He went on a couple, like, tours, you know, doing comedy. And it's just very sad to see that what happened to him. Because I remember I would see, like, Instagrams or, like, his mom putting stuff, like, please pray for Tom. He, uh, we're hoping that he gets better. So I'm thinking either like he had like either some kind of like he probably got a disease, a disease that maybe like paralyzed. I don't know what the fuck that oh, maybe like paralyzed no. his body or something like that. But like, let's look up his Instagram right now. Yeah, yeah damn, I'm, that bums me out. That bums me out too because I'm like, dude, and I, I now see you know because he'd be hitting it full force if he was okay. If you if, if nothing happened to him, he'd be fucking up there with fucking those big viners, dude. Let me see. But those big viners kind of went nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, where's Simon I, Rex now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of them did transfer over to YouTube. It, it just depends on what they did with it, you know? Let me see. What's your Wi-Fi, dude? Oh, we, well, I think there's a guest one right here. It's going to take forever. Can't we just look on the Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but... Oh, shit. I, I connected. I connected. You have to stop. Oh, you did? I think I did. I heard something. I think something. I have a paper. It's going to take a while to get in there. Really? Okay, so long story short, Tom So Brad. long story short, we don't know what happened to Tom Brab. But when's the last time you saw that he was messed up? Years. Ago. Probably like, I, I probably checked up on him like last time, like, like a year or two years ago. Damn. So let me actually see if I can pull up something on Tom. Because I've seen people comment on, comment on his stuff and they're like, where are you? What happened to you? Like, we miss you. Like, you're funny on Vine. You're funny on Vine. There's so many of these, like, celebrities in these little alternate communities. Oh, here's his, uh... Okay, we're looking him up. Sorry, we spent, like... Oh, okay. This is, uh, 2017. 
Please pray for Tom. Please pray for his health. Sir Ken, uh, he looks like pretty healthy right there, though. This might be an old photo, dude. That was the last time he posted. Yeah, so over a year ago, and I and I there's comments of people saying, "Did he die?" No, I don't think he died, dude. Then when's his last post? I don't know. He's... Here, go back to his profile. I want to see his last post. This one. A year ago. Over a year ago. Whoa. Let's look at some more. Come back here every few... I come back here every few weeks, hoping not to see some terrible news. I really wish Tom the best. Six days ago? Yeah. People are... Dude, he still has fans. Something new about Tom's situation. Oh, Tom, my heart goes out to you. Hope you and Jenna are well. Jenna? I think that was his fiance. Wishing you all the best. Tom, get better. Tom, hope you're... Here, go back to his profile again. Let's look at his other post. This is like an old vine. I can't hear because I'm recording. Does he have any skate clips? Feel better. We love you. Always oh makes me cry, dude. I've missed you, Tom. Let me see if I'm still recording. Where's his, um... <gasps> oh, shit. You weren't recording? Let me record again. Sorry about that, guys. I uh, kind of cut off because I was looking at my friend's Instagram. <laughs> Does he have any skate clips? Oh, right here. Let me see. With some skating. Yeah, he's doing like a two willy. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty sick. Got that reaper right there. Ooh, that's nollie right there. That was a nollie. Okay, so it goes back. Let me see. I'm still recording. Okay. We're, okay, we're doing some investigative work on our friend Tom. We are. I like this. Damn, this is from four years ago, dude. Damn, we're going all the way back. Yeah, we're trying to find the root of this fucking problem when it happened. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, because, I mean, dude, he was getting good fucking amount of fucking likes and all that stuff. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Tom Brab. I hope fucking... Shout out to Tom Brab. Shout out to Tom, man. It's sad, dude. I don't know what happened. He was blowing up. Well, you know... In my, like my situation too, when I yeah, just how did you sick. feel? Yeah, like like you must have felt like you're in a dark hole. Yeah, I felt like I was dark hole, and I felt like I, like even now being able to do comedy and skate, I'm very amazed because I when I was at my worst, I was like, I'm not coming out of this. Yeah, I was really like not hopeful. So like whatever Tom's going through, shout out to him. Who knows? Who knows? Health Who knows? is like. Yeah, because I've read some stuff where he. Uh, it could be like some kind of like, yeah, one of those issues, you know, that you just. It could be bad vertical. It could be just something that messed him up, you know? So he's been gone for a year. No one knows he, what happened to him. He's been. That was the last pulse over a year, but before that, he was missing the action for like another two years. Like, nobody knows, you know? So, yeah. yeah, dude, it's sad. Sorry for Tom. You don't think he passed? Have you tried Googling him? Let's see what he's going <laughs> no, on. We're just Damn, we're Tom. just... Because, dude, the thing about Tom, he's such a cool guy, dude. It's so sad. Let's see, dude. Just Google Tom Brab and see what happened. So, the reason right now we're just kind of wilding out is this is a mutual friend who did comedy and skated. And he was a Vine, so-called little Vine star. Twitter. And and literally went missing in the case in the last three years. 
yeah. and was actually pretty popular. I he guess, was popular, dude. Media. Yeah, he was blowing up. All right, so right here it says, uh, I found something on Twitter. Please pray for Tom. Please Still pray for his pray health. For him? Yeah, uh, sleep, life, and freedom. Hope everything's right, my dude. Haven't stopped prayers. Sending out my love. Our, Is that him? He said that? Yeah, what's going when on did, with him? When, How did, he when, did, when did he send that? This is from uh, April 17th. It's the same post brought on to... Uh, 2017? Yeah. Dude, it's been one fucking year. Yeah. Some people are just commenting. I will love... I will absolutely love an explanation of what is going on. I honestly think at this time, that is my view. Almost a joke. No, it's not a joke. Let's see. Uh... Damn, I don't know what's going on. I need, we, I need to find out what's going on with Tom Brad. Did you just Google him? Yeah, I Googled him. Let's see. There's no nothing really about Tom Brad. Let's see. Tom Brad, Biofax, family famous. Born in 1984. He's 34. He's young. He's from Mission Viejo. Mm, I can't find anything about him. Man, I'm, I'm bummed out. Yeah, I've done a few shows with him. I did a, I did a, like a little BFW bar with him twice. Yeah. I did the improv with him. Yeah. When I started. He's he's he was, he was a cool. I mean, he's a cool he's a cool guy. I don't talk about him like he's like like he's gone, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely wondering too what happened. I want to make my I'm gonna do my research. Later <laughs> on tonight. Oh my god. Shout out to Tom Brown. Shout out. Did you hear this, man? We're praying for you. Pray, prayers, okay. wishes. I hope you come back and come back and just grind with us again, you know? So, what's new with you and comedy? You got some shows or anything? Or? Same old, same old, just comedy. I did a couple of what? I'm trying to think. I did Brea Improv a couple How of was the new setup there? Where? At Brea? It's fucking nice. Brea's nice, dude. It's really nice. Though. Yeah, yeah. Brea's nice, dude. Does it look way different from before? Yeah. Brea? Damn, so they really renovated it. Oh, almost. dude. Comedy clubs now? I mean, all the improv? I posted that place a few times. Dude, that's still that spot. Yeah. So now what the comedy, the improv they're doing, they're not, they're not called comedy clubs anymore. They're called, they're called entertainment clubs. Shut up, really? Because they get a lot of YouTubers, a lot of uh, Instagrammers. Uh, comedy store is still a comedy store though. Yeah, a lot of podcasters, so they really just want to do more of uh, what's it called, just all entertainment, you know. So, improv is entertainment club. Yeah, for the majority now. But it says where entertainment begins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so they took out the comedy begins. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to say too much. I mean, I don't want to say if I'm wrong, but like, I was talking to the management, and they're saying that they just want to really cater to like all the. The people that have like huge followings online, you know. Uh, well, that's how they're gonna make the money. Yeah, exactly. Cause like they're saying, cause if they just stay purist to stand up comedy, a lot of them won't really be be making that much money, you know. Not at like, all. Yeah. So they gotta really. Act so that's act- why they have to get people with massive followings. Yeah, I mean that's what a lot of podcasters will have there or YouTubers, and they sell out, dude. They'll do day shows with those guys, cause these guys have fucking huge fan bases with day like, you shows. Know? They, they do they do day shows dude like at two in the afternoon with these guys and all these kids come out to watch these shows yeah yeah it's yeah. the new generation it is you know and that's the thing we just gotta catch up with it you know so like people would pay to see us talking right now like 
people do it's crazy sell out a show and all we do is have a conversation yeah yeah people, people it just huge fans man it's crazy how they do that you know yeah man the times have changed Tom V Rab yeah and Tom V Rab he was like in, he was in a cup of it he was in the turning who else point who in, in stand up right now was like kind of in the mix but disappeared Oh, there's a couple. I can try to think, man. I know there's a couple people that fucking disappear from the scene. There's a story about a comedian I heard. I don't know the guy's name. I don't know, but there's stories about this guy, who. This guy booked a commercial for uh, what's it called Bud Light, right? Uh-huh. He was me the face of Bud Light. He was me the new fucking uh the guy. He's gonna be the new fucking what's it called? The whatever. The spokesperson yeah. for Bud Light. He's gonna. He signed like a probably like a, a five year deal. He was me. He was probably gonna end up making like fucking like. So what happened? Half a half a mil, you know. So what happened the night before his first commercial? He gets drunk with his buddies, right? Mm-hmm. He gets shit faced. They're walking out the bar. He misses a step. He falls. Falls on his face. His fucking teeth fucking break. He needs surgery. You can't fucking do a commercial after that. And he got fucked, bro. He moved back home. He left LA, left Hollywood, moved back home, and that was it for him. He was a comedian? He was a comedian. Oh, my God. That was it for him, dude. Well, you know, that's almost like karma from God. Like, yo, you get this opportunity, you're going to go... Yeah, Run go home and like, sleep, man. Don't drink before a big commercial. Hell no, go home and sleep early, dude. Yeah, if I booked a five-year, dude, I would be in bed nine p.m. Hell yeah, if there'd you be fucking no book... bar, no celebration. Fuck no, celebrate after, after. man. <laughs> or go home and have like a beer. Yeah, yeah, at the most, but nothing to jeopardize your career. Exactly, bro. That's dumb. That's stupid, dude. There's so many comedians that have came and gone. A lot, dude. I when I started, I started in two thousand. So there was a lot of people you knew, huh? A lot of people I don't see anymore in the scene, dude. A lot of people that fucking made like a strong presence at first. And there's a made, few too now. There's a few now that are like. Think about comedy. Oh, I got one to tell you. Too. I don't want to say names, but you tell me. We're... So I just did a show on Saturday and Dylan headline. Yeah. And I told him I haven't been up in two months. It's not because I don't want to. It's just because like. I've been sick and all yeah. this. And he goes, I haven't been up in a year. Uh-huh. I go, huh? Because he was like Comedy Central, Gabriel Iglesias, Stand Up Revolution. Yeah. Like, Dylan Garcia came out pretty strong. He came out swinging hard, yeah. And then he hasn't done it in a year. Yeah. And yesterday was his first time headlining in a year. Yeah. And then I remember Luz Pasos was there. Yeah. She was like, that's just lazy. For me, I have to do it every three days. The thing about that, I don't, I, I don't want to say it's lazy. It, lazy people have their, people just have things that come up. You know, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know. What you don't know what people are going through. And stand up is easy to fall out of sometimes. The thing about stand up, it's hard to fall out. It's hard to quit. It's hard to leave it. It's hard to keep doing it. It's always there. It's always there because you know what? You can't get fired from comedy. You yeah. can't. Can there's no fucking boss in comedy. Because you can just be lounging around and then you get a phone call and some guy's like, 100 bucks, yeah. July 19th. And you're like, yeah. That's a good thing and a bad thing about, not, <laughs> about comedy not having a boss because you can just, you can chill or you can fucking hustle hard. It's one of those. You know, well, there's you, nobody telling you what to do. And the people that hustle, hustle, they're doing it. 
And you yeah. see it in their grind. You, you see it, yeah. But and you're right. You can't get fired by comedy. You can't. You can't get fired. So you could either stick around for a long time and not do anything, just feel apart. Because I've seen that in comedy, dude. I've seen a lot of people fucking in stand-up comedy. A lot of people just sticking around doing comedy, hanging out, not progressing. And you know why? Because this is the most... This is what makes them feel different from their, like, their lives, you know? Yeah. People that just fucking probably... Like, they have like a shitty job they work at or they have a family and they don't and this makes them feel different they, this makes them feel like they're like part of like a like a cool group you know right so that's why most of them don't even progress in comedy because they're like you know what I'm part of this cool little fun and group you know yeah well I, I said I ran into Hector too he's like Marquez he's another one that does it Marquez yeah but then he's one that hasn't been up in like two years and, I mean it's weird yeah but, you know, I think after these last three, I realized, like, this is what I want to do. Dude, after these three months, though. I think the two months I was gone and I was away from it, I couldn't skate. Yeah. But I was like, at least if I start talking, I can do comedy. Yeah, as long as you can get o- over that hurdle. Well, I love skating, and I remember just, like, comparing the highs. And skating is very internal. Like, you, yeah. you land a trick and you will feel good. You'll scream to the gods. Oh, like, fuck yeah, dude. And and nothing beats it. You feel good all day. I still get like that, dude. I'm still trying, dude. You I'm still learning new tricks. It's crazy. Day. It's such a good feeling. But it it's not a better feeling than killing on, at a comedy club. I do. It, you it, know? it just, the energy people give you and, like, uh-huh. it's not, it's not, it's just... Unlike any other, when you do good, yeah, and, and everyone's hyped, yeah, it's like you feel so different. Like it changes your mood. You could s- go, you could go from feeling down and just fucking depressed and sad to having a good set and just your mood fucking does it one. And you're need. so happy and you're so positive. Fuck yeah, yeah. You feel like you can do anything. The you sky's like the, the limit, the sky's bro. The limit. Dude, the, on Saturday I had such a high. I didn't sleep all night. You were just fucking. I was in bed just smiling, dude, because you feel like you're missing out. You go to sleep. For two months, I sat there and wanted to feel that again, and I I couldn't even if I tried. Yeah. Even if I really tried at that time to go on stage. Um, which I'm glad I didn't and I waited I would have died So many deaths Yeah And the fact that Now that I, I went back up After this whole bad experience And like Had to set the way I felt that night I was like Man I am so glad I'm back doing this And I'm so glad I I worked so hard to Get to the point where like People are still looking out for me While I messed up Yeah That's good dude That's crazy like, I don't even know how I get half my bookings sometimes. I'm like, I don't really talk to these people. Yeah. I haven't been in contact with them. They just see but you they work, But they still bro. lend out a hand and like, hey, I got this show. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to... Yeah. And you go do it and you do well. And then it just is, you know, you they, know, you, f- you feel so good. They see you work, man. Remember? Dude, I remember, um, what was it? You invited me... Dude, this was fucking a long time ago, bro. This was like fucking five years ago. Oh, he invited me to a bar to go drink in Sangia, bro. It was like a cool little dabby bar. Yeah, Al's. Remember that some guy was coming in there to sell tamales, remember? And remember we were like recording him. Like, we knew it was like super funny. We walked outside. I think it was when I was smoking cigarettes. And we see two fucking guys fighting, remember? Yeah. And then this one guy had a cigarette in his mouth. 
and the other fool fucking punched them with the cigarettes still in his mouth. So like, yeah, fucking, he punched that. the cigarette to his mouth. Into dude. his mouth, he punched it. I filmed it, dude. I remember he filmed it. Yeah, I remember we went there. We were just like, what the fuck? We went outside. Yeah. Man, those were my days where I could just go to a bar and do nothing. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. No, no. I cannot ever see myself out of bar just... Just drinking? No. No, it's different now. I'm like... I'm like, I could do that on my Periscope. Like, yeah, yeah, here. Wait, on my podcast. Like, this yeah. is fun, dude. We're doing something. We're fucking talking. And yeah, like, now you can have a beer and just go on your podcast and talk. Yeah. Why waste it? Why waste a good conversation at a bar when nobody can hear me? Nobody can hear you, and it's always, like, the same shit. The guy next to you is always something going on. <laughs> Man, you know what? I miss... I miss the early days of my comedy career. Just fucking... Because you know when you're young and you just don't really think about the future too much because you're just you living, just had a good time you're living time. in the now, you know? You live in the now. And then just going to the bars doing comedy and drinking after and just like fucking, it's like it's like a whole like long summer vacation. Yeah, it's like literally you get to party every night. Yeah, but then after a while you like, get your little two drink tickets yeah. and, and chill, dude. <laughs> you're happy with those two drink tickets not making money, but you're like, you know what? You made no money, too. I'm doing what I love. I'm telling jokes. <laughs> oh man, that was the best, dude. I uh, for the for the time you can't do. I can't. I don't. Know. I can't do that now. I think you know what I did before too. I would always go on stage, kind of fucked up. That was my thing because I love drinking. And t- but now, like this two two months, I've had off to like be sober and be sick. You know, I was completely sober the night I did that show, and like that's good, dude. I felt so good, and I, I think I'm just gonna keep it that way. That's good. I'm just gonna you. drink after, maybe. Yeah. I just felt very like sober. You feel like you're way more scared. You're alert, but you're way more alert. Alert. You think of your stuff because dude, I remember I used you're to very use, conscious of your jokes. I used to use drinking as a crutch for the longest. Time. Uh, yeah, that was my thing. I used to get buzzed and then and, go up there with that courage. And now I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I would feel like some of my best best sets were drunk. When I was fucking shit, yeah, man, dude, bro. Fuck it's crazy. Yeah. I remember, dude, was one time at Flappers. Was the late night show? We we're doing a show. Me, Johnny, and a whole bunch of the comedians. And I remember I went up there, fucking shit face. I killed. I killed it, bro. I fucking killed it. And uh, fucking the host, uh, Chase the Russo. He lives in Texas now. Yeah. He was like, bro, that was the best that I ever seen. And I was uh, like, shut the yeah. fuck up, dude. And I'm thinking that was. You know why I was? You know why I was probably funny because I was just being stupid before laughing. At and me. you, you know what? It's funny, at Sunset Room, I had a similar set. Really? Dude, so I, I missed no, the Sunset Room. I did room. no material, but you know how much I spent? $115. On drinks? With who? Did you buy drinks for people? No, I was with this bartender, and she just was... I'm an I'm a animal, dude. That night, that day, I spent $300. On alcohol, dude? Oh, so check this out. I spent 150 on the bar tab for myself. Really? I drank eight Hennessy. No. But you don't do that anymore, huh? Fuck no. No, that's And bad. so I go up and I murder. Like, yeah. I, I just didn't even do a set. I just talk shit. Was that when I hosted or was that when I also you, hosted? You didn't host it. It was... Um, Zach. Ryan Damaris, Linnea. Oh, okay. And they were like the same thing. They're like, dude, we've never seen that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was just like a tornado. I did zero uh, material. Yeah. And then I remember flying out the door because I was so fucked up. 
And then I took an Uber home. Oh, hey, I thought you took an Uber home. Yeah. No, but get get this. I wake up. It was a hundred thirty five dollar Uber X ride. Why? Oh, because I X? hit the wrong button. You, so I'm, at first I go, why am I getting picked up in a Lincoln Navigator? From Hacienda Heights to... Yes, to home. It was 135 Dude, that shouldn't even be... I'm, so okay. I spent $300 to do comedy that night. Oh my... Dude, For like, that seven minute set. Did that you want to cry in the morning? Yes. I go, what the fuck? Dude, that's half a rant right there. And that's why I don't miss getting drunk that Me night. too. That's why... I don't miss it. I don't miss any of that. I don't miss the DYs. No. I don't miss the fucking falling asleep while everyone's like making fun of you because you fell asleep yeah. all early. Yeah. It just, I don't want to be that guy anymore. Dude. Man, that's crazy, dude. But cause like, okay, what were you living at? You were living in San Gabriel? Or? Yeah, I was living here. Okay. Well, I was living in Alhambra at the time. Okay, so me. like, I seen that high, so Alhambra, it's what, like fucking 20 miles? Yeah. 20 miles, that should have been like around like 25 bucks. But it's because I took an Uber. Like, ah, it's fucking insane. Oh, no, 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 no. It was Uber Black. Ooh, oh, shit. Uber Black I'm is... Black I picked you up? No, Uber Black yeah. is VIP. Really? Top-notch service. That's insane, dude. Because I remember getting picked up by an... It felt like almost like a limo, like VIP. Did you go home with a girl? Fuck no, nothing. Oh, man. I was... You know, like you said, like, comedy was partying for me. Comedy was partying, because, like, you know what? Because I would say stand-up comedy, because, you know, a lot of us would have, like, like a regular job in the daytime, and we just have to fucking follow orders and rules, like, fuck, man, I gotta fucking do this nine to five. And then when you do comedy, you're just like a fucking star, man. People love what you're fucking seeing on stage. You know, you know what? This is for me. I'm gonna reward myself and just fucking get fucked up and yeah. party. This is who I really am. Fuck that nine to five job, fool. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. It's you feel liberated. Like I'm getting fucking. You know, I'm I'm a comedian. I'm a star, I'm, bro. I'm almost there. <laughs> I'm almost there in your head, but in reality, like. The sad truth of all that is you you don't become a better comedian. No, no, you don't. You get stuck. No. And if anything, you get worse because you don't care about your... You just autopilot. You get drunk. You don't remember what you, you like talked about. You like shit after, dude. Dude, I remember... You like shit. I bad. remember... <laughs> yeah. Because when, when I used to Ooh, host the Sun... so bad. When I used to host the Sun's room every Monday night, bro, I remember my thing was get fucking fucked up on margar- free margaritas, the blue moons, <laughs> Cause they fucking hit you, bro. And I remember just fucking Dude, going. Dude, did you get open bar free all night for me and the host? For me, I would get free drinks all night. Yeah, so I would get shit faced, bro. And I would, <laughs> you know what? And I, it's stupid. Did you not, Uber to there, or this you, was before Uber was really like? Did you drive? Oh, I fuck. drove, dude. I hated it. Now looking back, I'm like, that's stupid. So stupid. And I remember just getting drunk, bro, going on stage, fucked up, and thinking I was fucking the man. But, dude, you know what? That was stupid. That was a waste of stage time. I could have just fucking been... Yeah, but at the same time, you shouldn't be so hard on ourselves. Like, we did it. We learned from our mistakes. And we had good sets on it. I mean, plus it's a bar. It's not like we're getting paid. And then I remember fucking driving home, dude. Me and Flacco, it was my fucking... It was Flacco or Roque with my fucking wingman. My fucking, my homies, you know, not yeah. man, but like, we fucking, after that, I remember just 
going to the car junior down the street and what would you get a big uh the big hamburger my favorite the star or the big the big hamburger it was a little bit more six dollar burger no no it was just called the big hamburger okay it was, it was like a it was like a smaller scale version of a famous star okay and i remember before i would eat my big burger i would have to throw up and a, and like right next a fan separating cars junior was there was a fan separating cars junior car was it by your house? No, 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 it was a house in the Heights. Okay. Fans were separating Cars Jr. and fucking the Gentleman's Club, right? Okay. And I would go and throw by the by the fucking fans. I could hear fucking strippers like, Whoa, that's nasty. Uh. <laughs> I eat my fucking hamburger all shit. And that's all you ate? Just a burger? And, and fries. And this one I still live at home, dude. This one I still live at mom. So you, you got home at like what time? Like 2 a.m. We're all 3 a.m. Was she pissed, like yelling at you? Maybe because my mom was asleep with the times that she'd be awake, and I could tell she knew I was drunk. And I already Did know. she say anything? She would say stuff. My mom yeah. would trip. My yeah. mom was cute. No, it doesn't matter what how old you are, dude. My mom would fucking trip, you I love my mom. She used to come to my room and, like, she would see, like, I would have, like, a bottle of Jack. Uh huh. And the next morning it would be gone. And she I would, would go it? in the kitchen. Like, she's just a bad hider. I'd go, Where's the Jameson? Uh-huh. You'd see the top popping out from the the toaster uh-huh. like she literally hid it behind the toaster that is hilarious Thinking, dude. <laughs> like, where's, the, where's my alcohol oh, like, shit. she would take it away and hide it but uh-huh. not know how to hide shit that is so funny and it was just cute that she made those attempts you know she was a very very like cute lady uh, rest in peace yeah rest in peace man for all you guys out there that uh, have lost someone like your mom just uh, always remember to like cherish these moments, man, because yeah, they're moments. not. Because you know, like, you say you know like, how like she was cute doing that stuff. It's like, yeah, it was so sad, man. Looking back, I just, I get bummed out. But you know, luckily I have my dad and. Dude, your dad's awesome for the story for the last podcast. Like, again, you brought you. A, what is it? What'd you say? You needed something healthy, and yeah, he brought you a pizza. little Caesars, <laughs> and I got all mad. <laughs> I felt so bad for getting mad. Guess what yeah. we had for lunch today. What? So let's go to Little Caesars. Dude, Little Caesars is bomb, well, dude. because I didn't want to make him feel bad. I'm just like, you know. Yeah. I'm with my dad. I'm going to be with my dad. I'm not going to give a fuck about what I eat. Yeah. That's man time, you know? Hey, your dad, dude, your dad's cool. He lives in a cool-ass fucking spot. He's a really cool guy, man. Dude, that's fucking awesome, dude. So I'm thinking, like, now, because we do this thing to honor my mom, and I do that Saturday thing every Saturday, we, yeah. like, visit my mom, and... I had someone, a comedian, call me. His mom just passed Friday. They um, called me first. I, I saw the post around like, here. I don't want to say. He'd even call, like, I don't know if he called someone else, but it's not like I talked to this guy on the phone. And it, it made me feel good. Because I was like, I am putting some good in the world if someone's going to call me when their mom passes yeah. for, for support. Yeah. And uh, it's never easy when your mom just passes. Dude. Man, I can't. You know what's crazy? I always talk about this with my girlfriend or just friends in general. When you're little, you see your parents as being invisible, invisible, strong, and always gonna be there. You know, you can't. You know, you never think. You always think they're always gonna be there. You know, like a TV show. They're always gonna be there. You know, but as time goes on, as time goes on, I see my mom getting older. I see my mom getting more wrinkles. I see my mom getting gray hair. Yeah. And it sags. I'm like, dude, I don't know how the, I mean, you're, you're a good example of like knowing somebody who fucking was able to fucking 
survive that and like I think I'm like I don't know what I will do when that ha- when that day comes you know I don't know how, I don't know if I can survive I don't know if I can live I don't know if I can you know right. but you are you're one of the only few people I know that actually fucking that went through that hoop of fire well the, the, the it's thing crazy was- you, you, I, I, when I think about that I get sad I get like I almost want to cry thinking about that shit dude. well what I'm happy about is um, you know my, when my family dismembered I was left with my mom so I got to spend my whole life with her her whole life with me yeah and when she passed I realized you know my sister was gone for like 10 years my dad was gone for a little time but I got to spend all of it with her and so now that she's gone I know how important it is to spend time with my dad yeah so like before thinking like you know when they're invincible and when you're used to people sometimes it's easy to not care because you, you always thought they were going to be there. They're gonna be there. And yeah. that, guys, don't think like that. You got to act like that's the person you're meeting for the first time. Because now, I, I text my dad every day. I, uh, I'll, I'll make plans with him and always make sure that's a plan I will never break. Yeah, yeah. That's the most important thing to me because your, your priorities change as you grow older. And yeah. bad things happen because... Watch, get sick tomorrow. Get fucking deathly sick. The first person that's going to be there is your parents. Yeah. hundred bucks says your, your girlfriend and your mom and... I don't know about your dad, but... Oh, fuck my dad. Okay, well, your mom and your <laughs> girlfriend or your mom will definitely probably be the only one taking care of you. Yeah. That's the reality of it. Your friends yeah. can only do so much. Yeah. And everyone else is just your Facebook friend. Yeah. But when it comes down to really caring and doing all those extra mile things, it's your parents. Yeah. Unless some parents, you know, some kids don't get along with their parents. It's insane. Yeah. That's why I try my best to visit my mom every day. Like, that's something like, dude, I want to get famous so I can have my mom live with me, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I want to get a big house. You know, I used to be like, I want to get money for a nice car and flaunt, but now I'm like, I want to get money so I can get my dad a place to stay. Yeah have money where like I don't have to worry about like if something happens I can pay for the funeral or I could uh you just want to take your dad out to do like fun stuff you just want to be able to like take the pressure off their hands you know because yeah. my dad works really really hard and and your dad he, doesn't complain at he all. drives Uber full time I know he he's doesn't work. complain no and he's got to work 12 hours he has diabetes and he comes home with like 100 bucks and then I'll do comedy for 15 minutes and sell shirts and I've made 200 dollars so knowing that comparison, you know, I'm like, fuck, dude, if I really push it at comedy, I could definitely put myself in a position to yeah. to help him. I have the greatest chance at this than anything else. I can't be a pro skater. No way. Like, even if I were to skate every day as hard as I could with the best skaters in the world, yeah, I still couldn't do that as good as I could do comedy and get paid for it. I gotta be you can, you can keep going if you want. Yeah. All right, I mean, I mean, All right guys. It's fun, dude. So, Marin, Marin needs to pee. But uh, I'm still here. And uh, you know what? I am going to take a little break, too. So, if you guys are still listening, I will be back. I am a little congested. Blow my nose. All right, we're back. So, I went to go grab another one of these extra cold... We back. We back. So, um, yeah, man. What are we talking about? Appreciating your parents when they're still around. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, my friend called me crying. This guy's like, he doesn't seem like a guy that would like break down and cry to me. Like he's more of like a sarcastic, you know, he's a roast battler type. So I thought like, you know, he'd probably be all like critical and judgmental. But, you know, when you see someone like that open up and cry and you're almost like a little kid again. It's just like, man, it's crazy when you lose a parent. It's nuts. Like, oh, it's your man. fucking parent, you know? I'm dreading that day, dude. Don't dread it, but here's the thing. You know, my dad always said, like, it, it's like a bus stop. We're all going to get off. None of us are going to live forever. And that's why he, he's not sad, like, as much as he loved my mom. Like, yeah. every year she passes instead of... Um, being sad or celebrating her, you know, how many years she dies. He celebrates her birthday. Yeah. Well, so every year idea, she yeah. turns to like just the other day she turned four years old. Mm-hmm. It's her fourth birthday in the afterlife. Because wow, I remember, idea. yeah, the year she passed, my dad showed up. He's like, "Okay, we're gonna visit your mom." And I jumped in the car and he had a birthday balloon and a cake. Yeah. I was like, "It's not my birthday." He's like, "It's <laughs> your mom's birthday." I was like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Uh, He's like, she, she's one year old in heaven. Oh, that's and sweet, then man. ever since then, she's been, now she's four years old. That's sweet, man. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. And uh, I remember... Very optimistic. Very optimistic. And, uh, you know, life is just one big, short experience. And uh, you never know when you're going to go. So that's why it's important to do this. It's important to podcast. It's important to do comedy it's and, important and, to hang out with your friends and pretty much inspire people you know i want this podcast i mean i, I want this podcast yeah I, I really i mean i just love being an entertainer yeah i just want this podcast to inspire people you know what i see too i hang out with a lot of hollywood driven people and they're always like wayne you got to get there in la every night you got to show you got to be seen you got to hustle and after what had happened to me in the last two months where, like, I just went sick and AWOL and T- Tom V rabbed it, basically. All I could think about was, like, spending another day skating, podcasting, doing everything I love. And when you're, like, complete with all of that, like, I could care less. Like, my friend is so caught up with trying to get famous and trying to get industry. I'm like, that's boring, at the end of the day, like, if I look back at my life, like, I want to have fun moments. Like, I podcasted and did this. I did comedy with my homies. I really, like, I'm not trying to impress some guy who's going to get me into something. Like, I'm just having fun, you know? That, dude, that's, that's how I look at it now. Excuse me? Yeah. The way comedy is going now, and the whole gatekeepers and the comedy scene... It just people proving people approving of you. I'm like, you know what? I've been doing this way too long. Yeah, the proof to have. Sure. I've been doing this too long to have fucking somebody say. I don't want anybody to tell, to tell me that I'm not good enough or good enough to do their fucking comedy club. I don't want people to tell me like, oh, you know what? Sorry, you're not good enough to fucking perform here. You know what? Because I know I'm good enough. Because you know you're good enough. I, you know what? And I don't care what you say because I have fans. You yeah, know? you have you fans. You have fans. I've seen your fucking fans fucking... I, I see how engaging you are with your fans on fucking... Dude, your and it's streams. like... 
you go on, you know. These people think that I'm fucking. These people think that I'm good. These people think that I'm fucking uh, awesome. And you don't think I don't care that you think that I'm not fucking. And crazy. I'm just so tired of the comedy politics. Like, I know co- comedians now that won't like a single post I do, because I'm not some like improv regular. I'm not some like comedy store like headliner. I'm not. But they'll go and like all of those guys' stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm not part of this, like, you know... Hierarchy. Hierarchy comedy community, but why can't I just be a skater who loves doing comedy? And for me, like, exactly, like, proving yourself at the club or... Dude, the best show I ever do are these non-profit, charity, sober houses. I don't get any drunk hecklers. We sell out the entire crowd. Everyone listens to your jokes, like, every word you say... And you're not only just doing comedy, like, like when you do it at a club, it's like, oh, okay, you're supposed to do asshole. But these places where they get it, like, once a year, oh, my God, they appreciate it so much. Hell yeah, dude. They're so touched. I needed that laugh, man. Some guy hugged me. It was like, my brother died from a meth overdose last month, and I haven't had a good laugh in a month, and I needed that, man. Like, they need the laugh. And that feels better than some fucking... Some fucking booker telling you, you know what, you can do my show. Like, dude. Yeah. I, how much does it pay? Well, we don't pay, but like, yeah, go eat a dick, dude. Yeah. What do you mean? That's why, dude, man. Or the worst when you do a club, like when you're at those light-ups, and it's like, okay, you know, this celebrity just dropped in and did a set. And then you're outside, and everyone's, like, shaking the comic's hands. Yeah. And they just, like, skip you. Like, they'll, like, shake, like, whoever's big headliners that night. And <laughs> yeah. like, it's, like, such a popularity contest. And, yeah. and because I'm a skater, I'm, I just... You I have, was never brought up in that way. You have that fucking rebel kind of edge to you. And you know what, dude? The way... A lot of people don't... A lot of people don't accept it. Especially, like, comedians. But... Times are changing, bro, you know? It doesn't really matter if fucking some... A lot of these comedians are fucking putting all their fucking eggs in somebody in, in one basket, hoping that somebody's going to approve of them. But it's like, dude, think... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, because, dude, you know what? There are YouTubers selling out at 2 p.m. And, you know, and were these YouTubers approved by fucking a comedy club? Hell no. Russell Peters wasn't approved by a comedy club. He fucking got big on the internet. He got big on the Gary internet. Gary has all this stuff, you know? But it's like, you know what, dude? A lot of people are still trying to go the old school route of fucking trying to get a, trying to get past at a comedy club doing like a whole bunch of fucking open mics. I do I've done that shit for fucking yeah. year. ten years of doing comedy. I'm like, dude, have people that fucking like what I do, you know? Have people that like my fucking shit. You have people that like your. You have people that are fans yeah, of you. Well, eventually, what happens is when you create your own following, you become your own thing. You become your own laugh factory. Exactly. You know I what? mean, yeah, you can be stuck in a lineup with other. You know, great comedians, which you, that's what we work, we prepare, but a lot of dudes don't have a following. A lot of those people are trying to get uh, liked by other people. They're yeah, so it's like, like, yeah, go on, sorry. I'm sorry, I was gonna say, these people are trying to get approved by fucking gatekeepers mm-hmm. when they're missing the opportunity to focus on building a fan base, engaging with people that are actually going to be customers in the future and buying tickets, you know? And to be honest, comedy clubs aren't going to mess with you now unless you have a fan base. Like, look at what you said about the improv. Or yeah, it comes down to... It, it, it all comes down to that. I mean, old days used to be, like, 
your scene and they put you in like late night and then HBO but those days are gone because nobody watches that anymore nobody dude you could I could do the dude anybody could do the Tonight Show right now and nobody watches the Tonight and no Show one, anymore like, did you see Rizzo on Fallon no Yo, he that, was that show's still on do you see uh, on America's Got Talent no he's a finalist oh shit that's cool yeah have you seen the viral video where the chick Tip pops out after hitting him the tray at McDonald's. Yeah, I saw that. Video. Everybody sees that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone knows those viral videos. Those it, are the most yeah. popular things. It's insane, dude. It's insane. And you know what? I mean, that's the reality of it. I mean, honestly, I know skaters now beating out the industry because they're YouTubers and they don't even. They're going. They're taking the back. They're taking the the back door fucking route. And you know what? Skater YouTubes. It's kind of the same as comedian as comedian YouTubers. They're fucking taking the back the, the the back door the back door, and they're fucking over uh, prevailing all that fucking. But you know why they're connecting to every individual person? Because personality, personality, and it's a direct connection. So like, if I sell you a product on TV or a skateboarding shop, I'm just selling to the general public. You're, but I'm not going into your home. Yeah. And talking in a vlog where you like you fucking think you know me. Just like my Periscope. It's like, I'm talking directly to a thousand people on their phones. Yeah, yeah. Just direct. You're beating out the middleman. Yeah. There's a guy in his bed or taking a shit or, you know. Masturbating. Yeah, masturbating. Like, staring at you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and somewhere you don't even fucking know. I have guys in London. And, and you're like, I'm these guys' entertainment. Exactly. We just made 300 people watch <laughs> us do prank calls. I trip out on that, dude, sometimes. Like, like, I can't even hold my phone for less than a minute. Watching people. But these people fucking that like the same shit, that watch you all the time, it's it's trippy. And I appreciate everybody that fucking does that. You I know do. Because I want to fucking do this. Thank you, people out there. Well, this is a direct fan base. So, like, look. If you can get your shit, like, let's say we all had 100K on all four social platforms, yeah. everyone would fuck with you. Yeah. Like, you can go to agents and be like, yo, bro, everything has changed. Like, even the movie industry right now. I, I heard stories about fucking agents. They don't, movies they don't even give a fuck about anymore. Name every movie that comes out. The only thing that's good is Marvel movies. Oh, dude. In the, the theater. The only thing that fucking, Everything else, who cares? You know what's crazy? You know, you, oh my God, you have a good point. I mean, I do enjoy, I do appreciate, like, a good, like, underground movie, but not as much as I do. It takes, it might have to take a couple of years for me to actually pay attention to those movies or anything. If you're making a movie that's not a blockbuster hit that's going to go to the movies, don't waste your time. Direct to Netflix. Direct, direct to, to Netflix. Because I do watch movies like that on Netflix. And, and, dude, I'm telling you right now, there are people on Netflix, never heard of them, never seen them. They have 2,000 followers on Instagram, but they have a special. Yeah. So, for all you guys out there, you can just get up. If you're good enough and you can get an exec to watch you produce something, they will buy it. Netflix is buying content. Dwayne Perkins has a special on Netflix. It's That's like, crazy. As long as you shoot it yourself. Just like, you know, like, we live in the day and age where, like, dude, there's no excuse to be lazy and there's no excuse not to, like, try things. No excuse to be ignorant. Like, look also. at this. I'm on Anchor right now. For 10 years, I tried to do a podcast and couldn't. Because I didn't know how to set it up. Dude, you know... Um, There's so many RSS feed. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> that, thing was, that thing was annoying, dude. I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. 
I don't know how to install this RSS feed. Exactly. You know what? Uh, it's funny because, like, for the longest, I was always like, how the fuck is it easier to do a fucking YouTube video? How is it easier to edit a video and put it out there for fucking people? But audio, which is fucking the simplest form of fucking of YouTube video, and it's just the fucking the bare layer of fucking a video where it's yeah. just the audio. How the fuck is that harder than fucking doing a video? There's like, it seems like there's more components to a fucking video. And then after that, you know what? Anchor comes around. <laughs> and Anchor's just press like, record. Anchor's like, you know what? There's no reason why it should be hard to do a podcast. It's yeah. simple as fuck, you know? Like what? Like I always thought like you just hit record on your speaker. Yeah. But then every time I see a podcast... They got the headphones and the mics and the and the carry-on arm that yeah. holds the mic. Exactly. And you're yeah. like, uh, I don't think I can afford radio show equipment. <laughs> but, you know, it's the way technology is going. Smartphones are just getting fucking way advanced. Way and it advanced. just makes things easier where it's like your phone can do anything, you know? It's so amazing. Just do you understand? Like, I've I listened to a podcast and movies now have no reach on the TV anymore. You know how we watch, like, movie previews on the TV? Now they're from the actor's direct Instagram. Exactly, like, yeah. Instagram is a better ad right now than TV. Cutting out the middle, man, and cutting out fucking uh, the expense that you'll pay for an advertisement, you know? It's done. And it's Instagram right now is, like, leading in advertisement. It's crazy. There dude. are companies that their whole business yeah. is just on Instagram. And this is to, like I said, inspire people. If you have a passion for fucking any... Dude, I listen to Gary V. Okay. Gary V, uh, inspirational speaker. This guy's like a crazy fucking... You listen to him, dude. He's fucking inspirational. He's a business guy. He invests a lot of shit. Like, he always, like, makes videos talking like... Dude, this guy, he's a millionaire. Dude, he's talk, he, he always talks about how fucking... You know what? You want? If you need to make money, go to fucking Goodwill, buy some shit, and, and then flip it online. You know? Yeah, I mean that's the truth. Yeah, and he's like, there's no reason to be fucking poor now with technologies. Like, there's fucking social media. There's YouTube. There's this. There's no reason to do it. You, you're passionate about Ninja Turtles. You can make a whole YouTube channel about Ninja Turtles. You know what? There's a fucking well, market true. for that. You know? I just saw the news about these kids that review toys, and I their parents that. are millionaires. They're like, he makes 100000 a month. It's insane. Dude. You seen that. Do you understand how rich I would have been if that came out when I was a kid? I was a door. Yeah. I would have sat there, reviewed every G.I. Joe. Yeah. Dude, these, yeah, exactly. It's crazy, dude. If you're passionate about something, you can make money from it, you know? So nowadays, if you, if you work a nine-to-five job and you're not happy with it, but you're passionate about fucking beer, make a fucking... Be, uh, well, there a YouTube channel about I'll, beers. I'll you give know? you a good example. There's a guy at this gym, good-looking guy. He looks like a almost like a guy that would be in movies. Yeah. And I remember I go, hey man, you look like you'd be a good like martial arts stunt stunt guy. He's like, ah, yeah, I wish. Like, what do you do? And he's like, uh, I work at a rocket place. I make rocket parts. Oh shit. Oh wow, that's cool. You know, at first you're like, damn. He's like, ah, actually, I hate it. Oh really. Like you make good money He's like I make good money But I'm not happy mm-hmm. What do you want to do I want to be an actor I actually want to do The martial arts stunt thing So I was like Why don't you do it It's like You can go online You gotta look for it da, da, da. He's like ah, Yeah I'm just scared Then I saw him Two years ago And this is when I'm, No not two I'm sorry This was uh, last month When I was really sick 
yeah. came into the gym. I couldn't even open my mouth. Yeah. I was like, hey, all right. He's like, hey, dude, I just want to say thank you. Why? I quit my job and now I'm, I'm acting. Mm. And I, I go, he's like, are, are you making money? And he's like, not as much. But he's happier. I, but I'm happier. I go, really? He's like, yeah, I fucking love my life right now. And I go, there you go. You know what? Because you work for yourself. People. You work for yourself. You always feel better when you do things for you. Yeah. Because then you don't have to rely on people. Exactly. Like, I know a lot of people, they got to work for people. That that sucks. That's, dude, I'm not those people that can work for other people. Working I have people, an attitude, dude. You have an attitude and fucking, like, tomorrow we get to wake up when we wake up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have to wake up literally because I'm an audition, but yeah. it's a fucking audition. Yeah, yeah. I get to go in like a fake Chinese wardrobe emperor, and if I get it, I make $1,000. Exactly, dude. For standing there for an hour. But at my old job, I would have to clock in at 8 a.m., go through traffic. Uh, you know, you go and there's a bunch of people, they're all miserable because yeah. it's Monday and they, they all had a great weekend, but some of them don't want to talk to you or see you. And then I got to spend 10 fucking hours in a seat and make money selling vape juice. Yeah. Which I don't care about. But you're just looking for your actual passion. And I'm just sitting there just trying to manipulate people to buy shit for 10 hours. Yeah. And then I get out at 3 o'clock, like 5 o'clock, right? Yeah. I've been there since 8 a.m. Now I'm just tired. Now what the fuck do you want to do after that? You're like, all right, go skate, go do comedy. But then you have to know, even after comedy, you had a great night. Oh, I have to wake up at 7 a.m. and do the same thing tomorrow. And 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 then you're like, what have I done for me, dude? At the end of the week, what have you done for Focus you? Focus on yourself, bro. No one does anything for themselves. Okay, to inspire people, how much money did you make from your Sprite commercial? Okay, so I made $10,000. Mm-hmm. The residuals? I was a one-shot deal. I was a broke skater. You make $10,000 in one day. How many hours? Two hours. Two hours of $10,000. So let me show you what happened. I went residuals. How much did you get more than that? I was getting like... I got two payouts of like 600 at separate times. Yeah. So I made like 1100 bucks. That's good, dude. But this is what happened, guys. I worked a 9 to 5 for almost four years. Yeah. And I made good money. But I just didn't fit those environments. No, it was not. Everyone saw it in me because every job, I either quit or, like, got fired. And everyone still liked me. But by my last job, my the guy told me straight, you don't belong in corporate America. Yeah. He's like, you should be selling urban art. Urban I was like, art. He straight said urban art. Like graffiti? I go, what does that mean? He's like, like, hip-hop art. It's like... <laughs> I didn't think that I would end up in entertainment. Yeah. So I get laid off of my job for two years and I find out I'm getting unemployment. Oh, so yeah. then I'm super happy and I'm like, okay, now Your I got focus this. focus on your shit. So then I take my money and I go backpacking in, in, in uh, Central America. Oh, nice, dude. With oh, my yeah. sister. So we went from uh, Costa Rica to Panama yeah. to Boca del Toro. That changed my life because when you went out there... I'm like that, sh- dude. That corporate life doesn't matter. No, the these people had no money. Like Poco del Toro in Panama is just huts on top of water. 
So if like I wanted to go see you, I had to go swim to your pad. You need to learn how to swim. I have to be. I have to just. <laughs> I would go to Rizzo's yeah. and swim to your fucking hut. Damn. Or I took a boat. Yeah. And I'm just like, where's school? <laughs> where's uh, the restaurants? You lived and worked at your family with your family. Really. So a lot of the times they would like make money off tours, but the one thing I noticed that was the difference, they were so happy. Just the bare and, and, minimum. Yeah, and this bare is, minimum. I got this tattoo. This is pura vida, pure life. Because Costa Rica was like, they really lived off the land, you know, made their own food, planted and grew their own food. And they made it know, work. Live, yeah, they made it work. And they, they were so happy that I could not believe that these people had no bills or any, like, walked around barefoot. And they were happier than probably every rich Peace. guy I've known in the U.S. by far. That's insane, dude. Quality over quantity. And that exact... Dude, man. Inspiring people, man. You have inspired people. Follow your dream. Don't fucking... Well, how can you be happy if you're making someone else's dream? There's no one right now listening, I think, at a job. Unless you're, like, I guess if you're in, like, the top position yeah. and you make good money. And even then, I don't think you're that happy. Mm. You can't be. Yeah. Unless that's your passion. Unless, unless you enjoy that stuff. Then yeah. Unless you're, like, my whole life I wanted to manage Chipotle. Like, this is my dream. You love like, burritos and that's your dream. Yeah. And I'm not knocking down anyone because you do need a job you do need exactly. money to build. survive yeah, yeah. exactly and it's you know me and Rizzo we live in this fairy tale land and in you know in, rea- in reality it is a struggle like we have to work extra hard but at the end of the day don't forget your dreams i'd rather be broke and get by to buy than to like ever just work something i hate yeah you know it's crazy and me and my girlfriend we talk about it um I didn't go to college. I didn't go to college. You know what? I did not want to go to college. You know why? I like I like learning. And if I if college was free, I would go. But I would say me not going to college has helped me be able to live like a be able to pay my bills and be able to have my own apartment and be able to look Yeah, because you went to college you would have loans and all I gotta do is pay my car. All I gotta do is pay my apartment. All I gotta do is fucking pay my food, and I'm okay, you know. Well, some people, like I hate it. I've never liked school. I've always sucked. Yeah, I've, I'm the only like Asian American <laughs> out of my that like failed. I got held back. I yeah. um, only got by because people like me. My teachers yeah. passed me because they liked me personality goes personality class clown like I was more into like you know making the crowd laugh than to ever like care about the test or yeah. and for some read people it's like who says those are the subjects you want to study yeah I mean you... like why do I want to be a historian why do I need science why do I want to be a lawyer like why can't I be a professional skater why can't I be a stand-up comedian. Why can't I... Why can't they tailor to your fucking uh, liking? Yeah. And honestly, I was in college doing great. And then they offered a stand-up class. And I I, I, I dropped out. Oh, yeah. You told me about uh, PCC. Yeah. Once I found the stand-up class, I go, boom. That's what you wanted. Nothing else was fun. That was yeah. the only class that I actually took something from. And actually went out into the real world. Yeah. And used it 
to make money, right? Because no. college is about, you know, developing the skills to go and create a career. Yeah. How the fuck am I not a teacher or a historian or a mathematician or a physical ed teacher or a nurse? But that one class of comedy, I'm getting paid to tell jokes. Yeah. You know what? I, I would say, I didn't go to college, but I would say my whole college experience was through comedy. You know what? Because I met people that were interested in the same, the same uh, lifestyle as I was. I In comedy, not only did I learn how to... I became... I learned how to act. How to fucking... Uh, how to write. How to become uh, my own promoter. How to market. How to produce. Yeah. Dude. A lot. A lot. You, a lot, dude. It's uh, It was a school... Of, and you're also really working. And you're... Hands on, hands on. Working all day. It may not seem like work, guys, but when you're on like Twitter and you're 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 on YouTube, marketing yourself, bro. Dude, I spend a, like I think the other day there was a night where I don't know what time I went to bed editing a video that's no money. Yeah, but I was up till four a.m. I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm not getting paid. But I was imagining like, what if someone were to pay me to do that? Exactly, dude. I, I would do that with, I would volunteer to yeah. do that you pay me minimum wage for that i enjoy that i, I heard if you know what your passion is it's something that you would do for free would you, you would do for free would not you know. would you do database for free i mean data entry for free <coughs> but no <laughs> i edit videos for free would you sell cell phones for free fuck no fuck no bro so guys follow your dreams you know we made i don't want to fucking just you know sometimes look People out there, I'm sorry. People out there, I know you can't quit your job. It's impossible. You need the, the most important thing is money and survival. You got to take care of those two things. Get your shit straight. Don't be living in other people's houses or sheds. But if you do have an ability to spend some time on a craft or an interest that you love, put some time into it. Put some time into yourself. Because you never know what you may stumble upon. And you never know what you're capable of. Because all these people that are very successful and rich that have made it, they all started out where you did. And they worked hard to get to where they're at. And a lot of times, some people don't ever know because they don't emulate or have mentors or hang around with people on that level. So, study. And... There's so much information out there on YouTube that you could just acquire all these tools on how to be successful and independent and start your thing. So, yeah, don't waste time. And always find that uh that inner, you know, like you that inner confidence to be able to do those things. You back being I'm back for peeing. I dude, we've been recording a long time. Yeah, I think we're almost at like two hours. <laughs> Look at Joe Rogan podcast. I have fun, dude. It is pretty I'm Joe Rogan. You know what? Why why can't it be a podcast that's fucking like two hours long? Yeah, why not? Dude, you know what? There's no rules to fucking anchor. We can keep fucking recording. Yeah, there's no rules. If you want to listen to it, they listen to it. If they don't want to listen to it, they don't want to listen to it. But you know what? To be honest, when I. I like the longer podcast for the people I work because... Oh, yeah. People do have jobs. They to... just put it in their ear. I mean, what, what do we, what's more interesting? Like, hearing you type? Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, I used to like the long podcast because, like, a four-hour podcast would make my day go by faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, huh? We're doing this for the working people. For the working people. For the people in their jobs that they hate and they do what I did. It's just Michael, we love you. Put an earbud in my ear and listen to podcasts. Exactly. That's all I did at Miles job. Really? I would just listen to, like, every podcast. What podcast is your I like Joey Diaz, to be honest. Oh, Coco, yeah. The Church? Fuck yeah, dude. That's a good podcast. I think the they church, the podcast, too. I'll tell you why. I relate to him the most. I think he, he is the most funny. And even when he's not even having guests and he talks about his struggle, I relate to people who have gone through a rough time and are grateful to come out on the other side because that's kind of my life. Um, I haven't been so lucky. I've made a lot of bad choices to put me in some very messed up positions. But I'm still pushing forward. And I've been blessed with a lot of really amazing things that I feel like I can't even believe that that had happened. Yeah. Like when I got Sprite, I was like, whoa, what's going on? When I did the show with George Lopez, I was like... This is on national television right now. Yeah, like it's crazy. Every dude. single person from my high school is watching me on Fox. How the hell did this happen? How did this happen from this job that they go sell urban art to backpacking in Costa Rica to coming back, finding about stand-up comedy, taking that leap into the unknown, and how the f- I'm getting paid to do that now. It's just- I don't know how that happened, dude. It's so weird. Persistence. Uh, what's it called? And just keep doing. And you, you gotta know, believe you know? in yourself. You have, it's a lot about believing. It, it's a lot about. about yourself, yeah. you, dude, I almost stop almost anything because of my doubts. But you can't doubt yourself because not everyone is gonna like you. Not everyone's gonna follow you. Not everyone's gonna, you know. But you don't need that. Exactly. And it is good to fucking learn to live with that. Because it's like, you know what? Like you said, not everybody's going to be a fan of no. Rizzo. And if you always... See, I've talked to a lot of comedians that talk about like, I made a video, but I'm embarrassed to put it out there. I'm like, dude, if I thought like that every time I made a video, I would never put a video out. You're not supposed to think like that. You're not supposed to... And that, and that applies to everything else. Not only videos, but fucking... Just whatever dream you have, you know, fucking... If you want to fucking start a business, do this and that, who cares what people think? Well, you know Stephen um, King wrote uh, Carrie. It was his number one movie. Dope-ass movie. And and he hated it so much, he threw it away. And his wife, I guess, dug it out the trash. Mm -hmm. And was like, you can't... You have to put this out. And it became the number one movie, one of the all-time best horror classics in American film history. It's fucking... Dude, like you said, yeah, it's fucking... It's up there. It, it's it's part of uh, cinema history. You know what I learned, to too, is, like, just stop caring about other people. I realized for a long time that's what held me back. Yeah. I, I would always have this fake jury of people telling me, don't do that. And I could see who it was. You, you, you could see the faces of what they would think. Like who, who they were, what they thought. Um, there's a few people that I used to like be really close with, like unfollow me or delete me. I don't know why. And I would be all bummed. And now I don't care. 
I really I just unfollow them back and I delete them. Like, thank you. They don't You're add, doing me a favor. They don't add anything to your life. They don't add anything to my life. Why? Why should I care about people who don't add anything when there's people out there that do care? I appreciate and, and I, I, I don't follow them. Like, from now on, like, if you're new and you see me, I'm following you back. I will. Because you support me, I support you. You know, it's like, I don't need to have a bunch of randoms. No, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I realized when I got sick and I saw, like, man, if I were to die tomorrow, who would have really been here? Yeah. And then I'm just like, ah. Who the hell cares? Do you, man? I don't care. If you don't like me, all right, peace. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Because I know the best success is revenge. And and it's always like that. When you do something big or successful and you... The same people that dissed you or unfold, they will come back around. Yeah. And they will act like... I've seen it today. Oh, so many people that were like that left me when I was at my worst and then now that I'm kind of making some waves and people see I'm doing good they want to hop back on the yeah, on the, the wang train the wang wang oh wang. man you know contact me if anything let me know I want to come see you no I'm not yeah to all those people you know who you are no I'm straight fuck you people yeah I don't need you to support me or anything because if you would have been down you would have been down like from the beginning you know exactly dude damn What's the, what's the, what's the poorest you've been? Dude, I was flat broke so many times. Like, last year I went dead broke because I just had an unstable job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a contractor, so everything I do is not, like, I work for anyone. I have to kind of go out there and make my own money. And then this job kind of laid me off for a few months. So I had to make money off Periscope. And I did this prank call show. And eventually there was a guy on the internet who loved it so much. He was suffering from um, alcoholism. Really? And depression. So he would Aww. spend thousands on medication. Really? And then he got hooked to my show. And also... How did, how, did he, how did he end up finding you? He said he was just browsing one night and we were doing prank calls. And then yeah. he just like watched the first one and he was hooked. After that, I was it. And this was when I just did nothing but... Per- I didn't even do stand-up. Because what happened was, when I ran out of money, I just told everyone on Periscope, I go... You know, every time I go to, like, the beach, there's, like, those ten black guys who do the breakdown show. Yeah. And they're like, you have to put money in the bucket. Or we what? And they all, like, at the same time, fuck it. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. And they, like, pull a guy off the crowd. Yeah. And then, then they start asking for money. Like, put money in the jaw. Yeah. We can see you from afar. And then everyone puts money in the bucket. And then I'm sitting there on Periscope like, dude, I've just spent three hours. Where's my bucket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go, look, guys, if I'm not going to do this. Unless you want me to do this, I have to survive. Exactly. So yeah. I went to bed that night. I woke up. There was $1,000 in my Shut up. In my PayPal. You're like, what the fuck? So I find out who the donor is. I give him a call. I go, hey, dude. What are you doing? He goes, look, you don't know who I am. I'm not gay. He straight goes, you don't have to suck my dick or anything. But. Shit, I would. He goes, I believe in you. And if you have to call me to tell me, like, why you give him this money, 
he's like, it's kind of sad because you don't believe in yourself. Mm. You just deserve that money. Like, why? Don't but you know what? I, you did it because you're appreciative of all I did. the stuff that comes to you. Know, and like, so and I you had, find out who this guy is. I had to tell him, and he said, look, I've been suffering from depression. And he goes, your shit's my medication now. Just wow. keep, he's like, keep doing your thing. I'll keep supporting. Dude, for five months, this guy kept my lights on. He, he kept my I kept my stomach full. Crazy. I, I got to break my dad off. I broke my sister off. I broke my homies off. Like he he was sugar daddying me up. Yeah, yeah. Like it was kind of like I was his his chick, but I didn't yeah. have to fuck him. Or anything. <laughs> yeah. I never saw this guy. He was like an invisible hand. Like he did. Like, you know how he looked like? Yeah, eventually, you know, we developed a relationship, mm-hmm. and uh, over time, you know, like all good things come to an end, I, and I knew like. This wouldn't last because I was like, ah, oh, there's something. It's too good to be true. And you also sense something's going on. I think it was his last years, really? and he knew this because it's just the way he gave his money out, and he was like, careless. Our show became an Oprah for fucking Periscope. Really. He was giving money to families that like lost their parents. I mean, and it all it was all for my show. We yeah. were creating something that was just. Something you see on Ellen. Yeah. It was so insane. And then out of nowhere, he stopped watching. And I, I started freaking out because I was like, why? Why isn't he on, you know? Yeah. So a week goes by, two weeks go by, I'm messaging him. Finally, one night, he goes, sends me a text. And he goes, dear George, I'm not gay. Like, he keeps saying he's not gay. Yeah, like, He goes, but I just want to say you're a true source of light and inspiration in my life. And you've, you've helped me out a lot. And I just want to thank you. And I remember seeing that text. I was like, wow, that's like the nicest thing anyone's ever said. Yeah. And has done for me. I mean, this guy gave me over $12,000. That's insane, dude. And it wasn't like the money went to like me. Yeah. Part. It all went back to the show. I uh-huh. re- I all went back to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, to invest in the podcast. Yeah. So after like, I'd say a week of him disappearing. Yeah. I get tagged in a post on a Thursday night. On Instagram or what? It said, Facebook, Danny has passed away this morning, 2 a.m. from uh, inflamed liver. Oh, it wasn't suicide. Dude, he, he passed away from alcoholism. Oh, my gosh. And I remember I was mopping my floor. I, I dropped the mop, and I cried harder than I... I cried just as hard as when I my mom passed. Really? Because I mean, at that point, it was like... You developed a relationship with this guy. It was like a complete stranger who didn't know me made me believe in myself and helped me more than anyone that even my closest friends would have never done. Yeah. So by doing that, he showed me my value. He, he did more for me than just money. It, that was obviously like... A part of it but it wasn't for like oh look at me i'm balling yeah it was to survive to keep my lights on to keep we were, doing your fucking show we were giving people money like we were doing some good shit granted no it wasn't my money but fuck this guy had capital you know it was like he was investing into something yeah and mm-hmm. yeah after he passed i just gave up on like kind of doing the periscope for a while because it hit hit me so hard yeah wow yeah and then that was 
But the thing is, had I not t taken the chance to do Periscope and tell this the world what you was going on. You wouldn't know the opportunities that are out there. And he told me, he goes, you never know who's behind that screen. And you never know who's behind that podcast. You never know. And honestly, all these people that are like Hollywood this and these fans or these so-called fans have given me so much just from random people I've never met in different countries and states mm. that it's like, wow. That in itself is what makes this all worthwhile. And that's why I appreciate these people as opposed to the fucking people that are fucking looking the other way where they're like, you know what, I'm not gonna fucking pass you Yeah, because you club. know your worth. You're like, yo, alright. If these people like you, why the fuck are you gonna ignore these people? This is the way you do it, and all the greats did it this way. Prior, Hicks... I mean, granted, yeah, they did have the home comedy club, but they created their own wave. Yeah. And when it's a wave is big, like a tsunami, someone's got to catch on. Like, there's there's no way they can say no to Rizzo if Rizzo had two million followings and maybe you weren't part of the club. Yeah. You know... They would definitely be interested. Exactly, mundo, telemundo. Yeah. I think uh, I'm ready to end. Yeah, I think so too, yeah. <laughs> this is a good way to end it, man. This is a lot, this is a lot like, like the longest podcast I've done. Yeah, this one was pretty It's long. fun, dude. I think the drinking and everything, it's just, it's fun, you know? This I is think like so a too. personal podcast, dude. I had fun. Yeah, this was fun. We had a few beers. Yeah, this has been about like two hours. <laughs> But, uh, it's crazy, you know what? Uh, is there any place or anything that you're gonna be, or do you have any plugs? Uh, I have a couple of shows coming up. I'm buzzer now, so hit me up later. Okay. Find okay. me on Instagram at Comic Martin Rizzo. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a comment that will help out bump me up in the algorithm. And also, please, I mean, if you if you want to donate to the podcast find me on Venmo and not only that not only are you giving me money but that would also uh, help me invest into future equipment for the podcast and just be able to better produce a better show for you guys and uh, yeah or what about you Georgie um, I got a few shows uh, so next Friday I'm in uh, Sherman Oaks for a show called Minority Reports if you guys just type that into your Facebook with a Z you'll be able to see it it's a uh, it's a cool show. And then I'm going to be at the Continental Room in Anaheim on the 29th. And then October Disneyland. 5th to the 7th. Uh, yeah, Disneyland. Um, I'm getting flown out to Portland. And so if anyone's in yes. Oregon, I'm going to be doing the Tattoo Expo at the Expo Center. Three days and then 30 minutes of comedy in between. And then the big one is um, sometime in December, I will be hosting a Friday night at the Law Factory. Hell yeah, Hollywood. Man. So that's the big one coming up. And yeah, other than that, dude, support my friend Rizzo. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. And if you guys know anything about Tom V. Rab, yes, please, please let, us know. let us know. And Tom, if you're somehow, I doubt, if you listen to this, we hope you get well, dude. Seriously. Feel better, Tom. We would love to skate and do comedy with you. But, Hell uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up, guys. Thank you for listening, and uh, 
enjoy the rest of your work day. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Good night.